Him holding something, it was like, like, like he'll get it, but he didn't get it. He's gonna get the fuck out of him. I'll send him a picture of peanut butter. Yeah, you yeah, should man. send him peanut butter now, though. Like, yeah. yeah, but like, but not, not like an actual full jar, like, just open it up and spoon it into an envelope. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the third episode of The Cynical Nerd. My name is Chris. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch, we'll get to that shit at the end. Uh, today, I am joined once again by Scott and Derek. How's it going, Scott? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm just uh, just got back in a couple hours ago from Jim Thorpe. Went to uh, Freddy Fest this weekend and had a great time, man. Yeah? Yeah, got to meet Kincaid. Sick. That's pretty badass. I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, I, I, I wouldn't I expect wanna, you to. I, 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 I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest, I like seeing him in person. It looked like he didn't remember I want to be excited for you, but... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, who am I? Which ones was I in again? <laughs> <laughs> they just stuck me into an SUV and I rolled out of the, the fucking yeah. tarp. How about oh, you, Derek? Man. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. I'm, I got a lot of shit to say about all this stuff we have before us today. Oh, I'm pretty excited. We have a, big a monster episode because there's a ton of stuff. So the New, New York yeah. Comic Con happened this week, this past week, uh, and they obviously did it remotely. There's a bunch of panels, but I actually didn't even realize it was taking place because I don't know. Time doesn't matter anymore in the quarantine. <laughs> sure doesn't. So nope. I'm just seeing all these articles coming through it. I'm like, oh fuck! Like, uh, oh oh fuck! So we, we have trailers to talk about. Uh, we're gonna start off weekend review style like we always do. First couple of things are all dates being pushed, so we're just gonna run through them just because one, I'd like to mention them, but <sighs> also because I don't know. I I hope I see the Robert Pattinson or 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 should we say Pattinson movie eventually. Uh, we at this point, I feel like we may or never. Batman, or Batman. Ooh, that's good. Mm, I don't know. If I, I don't know if I like. I feel Batman. like we kind of covered this horse shit last week too. So, I like, I'm just. I feel like we can all just give like a long solemn sigh after we announce all the things that are delayed. No, I'm, I'm right. good. We'll, we'll do. I'll I'll go through them and then we'll do three, two, one. Okay. So, um, the Batman changes release dates to March 2020, and the only reason I even put that there is we all knew it was coming, right? I mean, they had to go on hiatus. For, I think they were actually just waiting to to come back to figure out how much time they felt they were going to need on the end mm -hmm. of it. Because, like, all these movies were shut down for months, and then they come back, and they had to go back off for two weeks because Robert himself got fucking COVID. Uh, thankfully, is okay. Uh, so that's pushed back to March 2022. Uh, Warner Brothers pushed back The Flash and Shazam 2, of course, because they haven't been able to start filming. So the current Warner Brothers schedule, Dune got pushed back to October 1st, 2021. Thank goodness. The Matrix 4, oh, which I still can't believe is is actually happening. December 22nd, 2021. The Batman, March 2022. The Flash, November 2022. Shazam 2, June 2023. Black Adam and a Minecraft movie are both TBD. So, um, yeah. Three, two, one. A Minecraft movie? Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that in the notes, and I was going to click it, but I didn't have the, I didn't have the heart How to do it. How did I miss that? Uh, yeah. Well, the, the release date's TBD, so I don't even know if there's been any, like, Besides the announcement that it's happening, hopefully it stays that. It's probably hopefully yeah, they never yeah. declare it. I'm, I can't imagine a world where that's not just actual shitty in-game footage edited together, like like a YouTube <laughs> video style. Like some eight-year-old just fucking cop together his his gameplay. How, how smart would that be, though? They would get all the eight-year-olds <laughs> on the planet. 
to be buying their mothers oh, be buying them tickets on repeat to watch what's these, essentially these parents a YouTube need to start pulling out guys i don't know yeah. just, like, these kids are they're getting dumber you just know that they're gonna try to do it like uh the lego movie style and fail fucking miserably oh god you same on the chin humor but it's not gonna work it's gonna be mm-hmm. just terrible your life would have been better spent if you ruined your mother's blouse <laughs> yeah i mean uh on top of all the warner brothers films the Jurassic World do- uh, Dominion, which I don't, I don't give a single shit about, is June twenty twenty three. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know they have Doctor Grant coming back for it. Uh, Sam Neill. Oh, right, they do. Sam Neill. Uh, so, so for that, for that, I, w- I was a little bit mild. I was mildly curious to see like how they baited him back in. But, um, uh, money. I mean, yeah, but like, but after Jurassic Park three, you notice that he like was off the fucking radar for like That's true. fifteen years. I, I just yeah. imagine That's an apology to all of us, and yeah, I, yeah, your apology, Sam. He, I, so, yeah, I, I appreciate you gave us time to heal and move past it, I, and and we can learn to love and trust you again, Sam Neil. Just don't fuck this one up. I imagine they the studio just threw him. It was like that that commercial where they throw a, a line with like a dollar attached to it, and they're like, "Come on, almost got I think you. I got you a dollar." I think it's more like that bit like back on Jackass where they would put poop. With a dollar wrapped around it, and throw it in the street. <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> a better analogy for Jurassic Park Dominion, there may not be Jurassic World Dominion. I apologize. Yeah, it's like a shit. It's it's a it's a piece of like human shit wrapped in a crisp twenty. Uh, crisp. I'd say wrinkled yeah. twenty. It's probably oh, probably. Wrinkled. I mean, it's, it's, it's prime it, on it a little right, bit. Lint, okay, lint m- maybe maybe not wrinkled, but it's got a curve to it. Like you know, someone's done cocaine with it oh, at least once before. That's fair. I, I yeah. could agree on that. Um, <laughs> I love a dollar bill with a story. I, yeah. I tossed in two pictures from The Witcher season two, only because one, uh, I, we, obviously being a, a newer podcast, we never got a chance to chat about them. They're nothing special. You know what Henry Cavill as uh, Geralt looks like at this point, um, and mm-hmm. he looks like that still. Surprise in these pictures. Uh, Siri, the actress who plays her, does look mildly different in her picture, and I think it's because they're leaning more towards the Siri that we know from the video games. Um, but did you guys watch season one? We've never talked about it. Did you watch it? Did you like it at all? Um, Big time. Uh, yeah, it was great. Okay. I, 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 I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what they do with it moving forward. Yeah. Um, I feel like they took a lot of risks with it, and hopefully they learn from them. Like, hopefully they know some of the like not explaining that it was jumping through time that was seemed to be oh, the comment yeah. between everyone we're like yeah. somewhere around like episode four or five like everybody's kind of like oh this hasn't been linear at all like it's yeah. been hopping around yeah um but overall i i, I was surprised because i was ready for it to be just dog shit yeah and um it was actually the, pretty good i am the combat and that is incredible like, so, that, that, like, oh, the yeah. first the first sword fight you see where he's like in the street I feel like like that was more impressive. That one single shot was more impressive than the entire long night episode of Game of Thrones combined. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just, just it was just so like just everything was everything was better. The fight choreography, the, the yeah. oh god, everything, and you can actually see it, which was a big a big plus for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I'm pleasantly surprised that we're all in agreement. I'm gonna have to start doing like a, a counter, like one. How many times we actually are all in unison <laughs> on something? Um, I very much liked it also, and I like actually like Derek. I didn't think it was like amazing, but when when it was when it worked really well, it was really good. And I know it's like a no shit statement, yeah. but there's one episode in particular. I don't recall the number, but he's in like an old abandoned castle fighting this monster. He has to stay there overnight. Yes. And that whole oh, episode yeah. is like just one of like the better side quests from like Witcher three, like the episode from start to finish. It's just like he gets a contract. He finds out that the monster is actually some abomination of a daughter from some relationship that went. To, and I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, and, and Henry Cavill is obviously just a fucking national treasure. Yeah. He's like everything yeah. that he touches. He generally like 
he seems to um, take roles for things that he actually is, you know, feels some measure of passion for. And that shows in his work. Um, and I, I think he fucking killed it as Geralt. He really, I, I think it was great. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. 100%. Uh, season two is coming out. Um, I don't believe there's currently a release date because production, of course, probably got pushed back. But I wanted to put the pictures there so that I could uh, bring it up and make both of you tell me your opinions. So very nice. Uh, surprise, surprise. Tom Cruise is doing more death defying stunts than Mission Impossible 7. Uh, I, I mean, look, I think he's got like horseshit ideals, but I like most of the movies he's in. I, I can't help yes. it. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't like you should. You fucking should be. I you should be so sorry. I don't like him, but like Minority Report is a fucking banger, bro. Like, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's fight about it. Dude, he is, he no, is I mean, we're not, we're not sci fi movies. You can't yeah. be a sci fi fan and not love Tom Cruise. I know. Like, not like not, not Tom Cruise as a person, but just the films that he's right. in. Yeah, I, I can yeah. relate to that. Every time you're like, oh, I'm sorry, but uh, Minority <laughs> Report was pretty good. Like, <laughs> I just feel like, like, Every time I see like another article about him doing like these crazy stunts, all I can think is this man wants to die. Oh yeah, <laughs> De- death is his only way out of the Church of Scientology. Without him, like putting pictures of him in fucking John Travolta sixty nine on the dark web. You know what I mean? Like this is the only way this man can escape the church. <laughs> yeah, they're they're one hundred percent torturing his children. That's oh yeah, yeah. Like he either like we're, has, when's the last time you guys saw Katie Holmes? Like she's definitely in chains, eating gruel. You know what I mean? Or maybe she's <laughs> eating her own feces. Gruel sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> gruel burgers. Like, like the, the, I don't know. Like, I don't. I feel like I, I don't really see Tom Cruise anywhere unless it's on set. Either like he he ruined Oprah's couch and then he just disappeared. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is like this yeah. this dude like uh he 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 lives like he has no fear or or like he's just ready to die. Like he's so afraid that that death would be a great relief. You know what's great about uh, the whole Tom Cruise thing is that everybody I know that I respect their opinions of movies feels the same way about Tom Cruise that we do. Like when I'm versed about my wife, I, we were talking about Tom Cruise. She's like, I kind of hate him. And I was like, have you seen most of his movies? And she was like, well, not really, dude. We, we watched like four Tom Cruise movies on like a weekend back when you could do that when there was no kids around. And she was like, I, I, I think I kind of like Tom Cruise, but I, but I don't, you know, it's, it's basically how everybody feels about Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's a it's huge piece of shit, right? but he happens to be, yeah, he's, he gets all the best scripts. Maybe that's one of the perks of being in the Church of Scientology. Oblivion, just fucking, oh, oh man. Oblivion just, was good. I yeah. forgot about Oblivion. Fuck, dude. Yep. All right, moving right along. We, we love hate Tom Cruise. Mostly hate. Modoc. I didn't know this was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't know this was happening. They're making a stop motion animation show on going to Hulu. Uh, it's Modoc. Patton Oswalt is, uh, the man himself, or should I say, the Modoc himself? I forget what it stands for. I was going to try the acronym. I <laughs> fucked it up completely. <laughs> uh, the footage it was it's robot chicken. Like let's be real. Yeah, but 100%. it was funny. So, what'd you think about it, Scott? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm really excited for it. Just because, like, I mean, everything we've seen come out like that's like officially like Marvel lately. Uh, with with the exception of like maybe a few hand like a handful of like shit like Deadpool like all of it takes itself so super seriously, so to see something that's just literally just there to be stupid and funny and doesn't have to carry any emotional weight whatsoever, dude like yeah like and, and Patton Oswalt like the the man is just always consistently funny anything that he puts his hands in from the Parks and Rec filibuster which was like just seven and a half minutes of him just ranting and raving like a lunatic, uh to you know like his his little cameo. On uh, on the Mandalorian, you know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's great in everything. Yeah, it's, it's it was pretty great. Um, also, there's the show 
shit. Is it called Buddy? There's a show where he's a little blue unicorn. It's almost like Sci-Fi oh. Channel. Uh, I forget the. Was oh that? yeah, uh, Happy. 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 Yes. I only watched. Yes. Really I only watched like it's the. It's got the forehead guy. In. Yeah. I only watched yeah. like the first three episodes, and it, no, no, no uh, failure to the show. It was fantastic. I just stopped watching it because I'm a yeah. piece of shit. Uh, that well, it got wonderful. canceled anyway. So. Yeah, it did get canceled. There's two seasons, right? Yeah, yeah. I only watched like half of the first or, or three episodes, and he was so good in it. He was excellent. I, I think you know. Last week we had talked about how uh, Marvel is kind of doing this thing where they're just like trying anything. Like I feel like after this like pandemic, they're desperate to fucking make money, so they're like every avenue, like every avenue is being explored right now. Yeah. And so like with you know things like the Nick Fury show, like that kind of shit, I'm not into whatsoever. But this Modoc thing, I want so intensely to hate it. I just want to scoff it at it and and just like discard it immediately but, but there's some quality to it that i'm like <laughs> you skip by that so boat real quick dude it's yeah. so like it's such a brash move that i'm like i literally like i'm required to watch this like what <laughs> why would a multi-billion dollar company do something like this so it's like i have to see it, it it's, i have to i mean you, you have to imagine like Patton oswald's pitch to marvel was all right where well, i'm gonna take modok and i'm gonna turn it into like a robot chicken for adults show like literally for adults like we're gonna do like silly shit and um yeah i mean i i kind of feel like it works because he's such a silly fucking he's literally a head with fucking arms and legs dangling off the side of his little body like yeah and which is also what Patton oswald is (laughs) (laughs) oh my god loud dog barking (laughs) talk about the footage while i meet my mic uh okay so yeah uh for those of you who don't know uh modok is it's it's a ridiculous character. Uh, it's 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 kind of it kind of leaned heavily into like that Todd McFarlane art style at first. I think I'm safe. Like the big big giant scary face, lo- tiny little like <laughs> like we talked about fetal alcohol syndrome earlier today. It's kind of like <laughs> oh no, little... <laughs> fetal alcohol. <laughs> yeah, um, no, but it stands for a uh, mechanized organism organism designed only for killing. Uh, I looked that up as well, and I'm seeing mental slash mobile slash mechanized organism design. Like, it, is the first M really? Yeah, they couldn't fucking decide. Fucking... There's a straw poll still. Oh my god, that's that's fucking amazing. Is that gonna, that's a potential contender for the name of the episode? It'd be long as fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I think it I think it worked, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, next up, I, I think we need to make our own acronym for what Modoc means and have that be the title oh, of the episode. That, that should be our goal. By the, end of, by the end of this episode, we all have one in the back of our head and we pitch it. it it's too many letters for me to do off the off the cuff yeah, during same. recording. I have to. I'm gonna get yeah, a notepad out. Thinking. Okay. All right. I'm all gonna right. have to put like yarn between well, each of the letters and photo. When when, <laughs> when when Derek takes his inevitable pee break, we'll all have time to think about it. That's that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's um, the next the next that's one we basically put up here so that Scott could either bitch and or talk highly of uh the resident evil reboot has announced their casting uh i mean obviously we all have thoughts but i i think yours may be the strongest thoughts so i'm gonna let you go ahead and take the wheel jesus take the wheel uh i mean it's exciting it's definitely exciting that they're uh they're completely just, just scrapping that entire dog shit like like resident evil movie universe they, they built uh what, what's what's the director's name the one who throws her in everything paul w anderson or something paul w s w anderson yeah First, he ruined Resident Evil, like, right out the gate. Like, just, like, yeah. the first the first one was kind of, like, you know, it had, it had like, kind of that campy, like, Day of the Dead kind of vibe to it. There was a lot of hump, like, a lot of throwbacks, a lot of homages to, like, old-school zombie horror that, like, as a kid, you don't really appreciate, but it's still dumb fun. Right. You know what I mean? I can agree with that. Uh, 
right out the gate with with Resident Evil Apocalypse, it just went right off the fucking rails. Like it was a yeah. like I remember being thirteen, and being like, "This fucking sucks." And it yeah. had like it had and skin, it had skin tight leather had, pants, it had giant tits in your face, guns, explosions, and blood and gore. And I was like, "This fucking sucks." So like, how bad is it really in retrospect? If you go back and watch it when your hormones aren't like just rapid fire cooms, you know what I mean? When, when you don't have like a an AK-47 between your legs going off every 15 <laughs> seconds. How bad is it now? Um, I'm excited to see them stick closer to the canon. Uh, to see, like, a fresh perspective. Uh, the casting, I'm not really too familiar with a lot of the actors and actresses. Yeah, that they they're definitely lower tier. I mean, the one guy uh, is the brother of um, the guy that played Arrow. Yeah, that means nothing. Uh, Robbie <laughs> Amell. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Amell played the Arrow on the CW show. Robbie Amell is in this. He's going to be playing actually Chris Redfield. Okay. Uh, my my one my one complaint though is it seems to me that David Harbour would be just it would be just the best choice for Barry. If you guys remember the old games, Barry, uh, he was like Jill's partner. He was like a big burly kind of like I, he was yeah. like your uncle who tells off color jokes. You know, and like and like always has a dad joke ready to go. Yeah, that seems like David Harbour. Uh, yeah, he's he's uh, ha- has coined such phrases as "you were almost a Jill sandwich," or "you are you you are the master of unlocking." Take this lockpick as the master of unlocking, so you can unlock things. Yep, you know, like just, just gems like that. Just and right, right. Just and just, nothing, nothing would give me more joy. Like I know it would be like such low hanging fruit, but to hear David Arbor say something along those lines in an actual like, you know what I mean, like in an actual reboot of Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's I, too much money now. That's he's, that's true. Is he though after Hellboy? <laughs> yeah, but he just know. upgraded. To, he's going to be in the Black the, the Black Widow movie oh, that man, may or may not exist. It's like Schrodinger's Black Widow movie. Yeah, he's the yeah. he's the fat Captain America. It ex- oh it definitely it definitely exists. Uh, <laughs> but but at the rate at the rate <laughs> the rate this is going, we're all going to die before we ever get to see it. Um, I, I had read that you know I, I obviously I saw the casting and, and same. I don't really I, I recognized some of them sort of right. uh, like that's really it. Um, but, uh, I, you know, reading the article, apparently they intend to stay pretty, pretty close to the source material. Yeah. Now I remember like I, I only played one and two. That's that I never played any of the remakes. I never went anything beyond that. I never really cared for them a whole lot, but I remember that one had this sense of like isolation. Like you're just in this one fucking spot in this huge town that's suffering from this fucking disease. And it, it really did well at that. So I'm hoping that they capture that sort of sense again. Um, that's really all I have to say about it. I don't I don't know a whole lot about Resident Evil, but I, I'll watch it. I mean, but yeah, those original movies were terrible with fucking uh, Mila Jovovic or whatever her fucking name was. Yeah, just yeah. Me, me, yeah. Just terrible. Yeah, Anderson was hell bent on ruining Resident Evil and now he he can't wait to ruin Monster Hunter for everybody. <laughs> and he's done it. He's ruined it. <laughs> he's he's gonna. It's uh, <laughs> but like, I think another thing to note is there is also a live action and a uh, an animated series of Resident Evil coming to Netflix sometime. Yeah. In the next year or so, which nobody who's a fan of Resident Evil is a, is like anticipating in any capacity, as far as I know. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, up. Oh, there's one. I mean, I'll, I'll, what I'll say is this: I could give a shit about about Albert Wesker's children. You know what I mean? Like uh, the plot, the plot of the live action one, I believe, is that the Wesker the Wesker children come back to Raccoon City and uncover their father's like, you know, uh, torrid past. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably going to be like you know, like. A series of unfortunate events kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be <laughs> just like this with zombies. Like, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because like it, it's, it's hard. whenever I hear like orphan children returning home, I just roll my eyes so fucking hard. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's a trope. Like uh, it's it's been beaten to death again and again. And uh, I think one thing you you, you would want to see in Raccoon City would be like 
something more along the lines of Walking Dead style scenario, like within the RE canon, seeing like normal people who don't have any military training, figuring out how to survive, like something like that could probably go for like a solid two or three seasons. Yeah, as long as, as, long as they don't rake it out over the coals like the fucking Walking oh, Dead. Jesus. Like, I think everybody on that fucking show is dead. That's still on air. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the name of one cast member who's left on that show. Um. Well, no one now. It's finally canceled. Thank God. Well, was oh, it really? finally canceled? It, 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 oh. It's done. It's That's, finally done. How did that not make the news? Thanks, science. We dropped the it, ball on that one. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> like, what you know, watching it or not, nobody gives a shit about the Walking Dead. I anymore. saw. I saw a trailer for like the, the newest season coming on. It was just like. That guy Eugene, the guy with the mullet, riding a tricycle, looking all sad. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, is that the only? Is that the only strong male lead they have left on this fucking show? Is Eugene? Yeah, yeah. The writers are like, fuck it. Is that all? We just have Eugene. Fuck. Oh, man. Feature him in the trailer. We should have kept that kid for everybody loves Chris alive, man. We fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Um, all right. Moving along, we have uh, a superhero movie that involves marijuana. So. There has been reports. There's no release date announced. Andy Samberg and Craig Robinson, two men that I love a whole lot, are going to be teaming up for a movie called Super High. Very, very inventive title. Um, they said, think Pineapple Express meets Blunt Man and Chronic. I was personally going with Limitless, but with Pot. Uh, no doubt Samberg and Robinson will be a pair of slackers. who. Des- I'm only reading this sentence because the ending is fantastic. No doubt will be a pair of slackers who decide to become superheroes with the use of some magical jazz cabbage. <laughs> Who the fuck's this jazz cabbage? Ah, perhaps with Commons, Commons also in it, starring as a more experienced do-gooder. Uh, so yeah, it looks like, I don't know, didn't they just do this with Project Power or some shit on Netflix? It's yeah, just the it, serious it's... version. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna get, uh, uh yeah, yeah, someone's yeah, yeah, that yeah. they're like, let's make a totally goofball version. <laughs> and somebody agreed. Sometimes you hear these movies and it's like, all right, someone had the idea, right? Everybody has ideas all the time, but at least 10 people agreed to that idea and then put money down on it. Right. I don't yeah. know. I, I can't get into like fucking buddy stoner movies anymore. I mean, well, I was going to say, it, it's almost like they got into a room and they're and, and Sandberg is like, well, I'm getting a little low on money. Uh, what <laughs> comedy can we do that involves pot? What haven't we fucked up yet? And uh, they landed on superheroes. They're like, fuck it. Right. Hey, one of them like old school gangster turned to each other and was like, we haven't done a superhero version yet. <laughs> let's take two fucking dying industries superheroes and stoner buddy movies and make them one thing dying industries well yeah tired they're, industries they're, tired. they're, 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 they're definitely at. flourishing but it's like it's <laughs> like dying oh, industries it's, stop stop uh, i should have said tired. Stop projecting your hopes and dreams over there <laughs> <laughs> so we're all pretty much in a poo poo this agreement until we see something yeah. that changes our minds well, the thing is like andy sandberg is like He's so funny. Like, there's, there's yeah, nothing yeah. he's done that I don't love, is the thing. Um, That's also true. Andy Samberg is also a national fucking treasure. Yeah. He's, he's so the, o- the only way this works is if it's, like, making fun of both those genres. If it's, like, like, like how he did uh, that fucking uh, modern-day spinal tap about the pop, pop star. That was good. Like, dude, it was a fucking, it was fucking great. Was, I haven't seen that. Uh, it's good. Dude, it's so fucking good. I feel like <laughs> it didn't like, get as much popularity as his other stuff for some reason, but it was really funny. Yeah. It's it's one I think it's one of his better movies. It's basically just the guys from the Lonely Islands, and they pretend to be like this Beastie Boys mm. style, like awful hip hop bands, hip hop trio, and then he breaks off and he does his own thing as like a Justin Bieber style douchebag. Yeah, right. And it's fucking it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, hey, Palm, you, Palm Springs was incredible. Like, that's what I was just gonna say. I was gonna ask yeah. you guys saw it. I, I was surprised that I liked it. It looks like a fucking cookie cutter rom com, but 
It was actually pretty enjoyable. Uh, I actually haven't seen it yet. It's on my to watch list. Oh, dude, yeah, do it. And even like Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's a good show. As as, yeah, as as, you know, like there's there's plenty of divisive divisive topics surrounding police in this country right now. But still, I feel like everyone can sit down and watch that show. And you look at you look at them as if they're people, not what they do. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just what's crazy is you go into all these like like a cab subcultures and like even they're like, but Brooklyn Nine Nine. I (laughs) love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like fuck the police, but like Andy Sandberg, am I right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the nine nines are right. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, it'll it'll get the benefit of the doubt more so than any any other thing that would be announced, only because he's involved. And I know his his scripts are almost always pretty pretty quick witted. So I'll, I'll give him yeah. I'll give him a little bit of leeway here. Yeah, and, I mean, and him and Robinson, like every time they're on, I love Brooklyn, Craig they Robinson. shine. Yeah, their, their episodes are some of the, the, the yeah, Pontiac dude. Bandit episodes are some of the best episodes <laughs> of that show. And that's saying something though, because like there's not there's not an episode of that show that when I watch it on repeat for the like fifteenth time, I don't skip over anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's one of the only people that like you know how there are actors who like they're not even acting, they're just themselves. Yeah. Um I hate that. Like I hate Denzel Washington, fucking Samuel L. Jackson, uh Matthew McConaughey. They just show up and they're just themselves. Like it's like, all right, that's not acting uh, anymore. I'm glad you went with Matthew McConaughey, because we were heading down a dark path there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to be like, like, well, uh, like hey, uh, Scott, so, hey, something about Derek, you want to tell me? The, the, yeah, you, you're a rally to get to after this, buddy? Oh, we cut it short right now. Oh, no. I noticed that myself, too, and I'm actually I'm like, all right, think someone else, hang on. Uh, oh, God, oh, that was amazing. But anyway, Craig Robinson, he's one of those. Like, he, he, he's always, he, he just shows up and he's just Craig Robinson. But it fucking works. But do you, but do you fucking hate it, though? No, I don't. That's no, what I'm okay. saying. All right, good. Just checking. <laughs> I'm saying, excellent, dude. Hey, man, this is the end. We're gonna have to keep our eye on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Super High is coming out at some point in the future. Whenever things go back to no- probably 2021, right? Because 2020 is a fucking wash. We just consider it a garbage year. We'll throw it in the can. Um, yeah, yeah. Can we? Can we? Can we just pour one out? And by that I mean chug whatever we're drinking for all the movies that we give a shit about oh, that dude. have been postponed. Yeah. All the movies we, that we don't care about that now we have to wait until they're done. They're fucking three month cycle to see something good in their place yeah. it's 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 not so much that i miss what we're missing out on right now it's that i know it's pushing back all these other things i was excited for yeah that now i have like they have, they have the industry it's like that you scratch my back i scratch yours so they're not going to be playing something like same opening weekend as black widow because they don't want direct competition they're gonna like you know i mean it gonna sucks, have- i mean like i i always I, I always welcome delays because like you know the, the obvious thing is if if they're not delaying then it's going to come out unfinished and i fucking hate unfinished shit which nothing is more, uh, no industry is that more prominent in than the video game industry, but even like movies, I don't know, sc- schedules get rushed. Obviously you have like actors who have the next three, four, five years of their life planned out, like what they're doing, you know, when and where. So I get that something like this can throw a wrench in it and it does suck, but I'm willing to wait if the end product is, is worth it. Yeah. Um, and that's why you know, we opened up with Batman uh, being pushed to 2022, which is wild to me. That they have a trailer uh, that was that fucking good, by the way. Well, yeah, um, yeah. And it's still like two years away. But at the same time, it's like, all right, well, if that makes it, you know, a more enjoyable experience, then, you know, I'll wait. Yeah. I'd rather see it in 2022 and love it than see it now. And it's just terrible. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that, that's completely fair. My, my biggest gripe is with movies that are finished, that they're just holding in the in the vault, you know, like that Disney vault. Right, because they don't want him to weigh up against Sonic the Hedgehog. They don't want to lose. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I get that. Keep it. <laughs> oh, we're bringing him back, boys. But but there are there are movies that are releasing this year still. Like there's only like three of them as of right now. Like I think Wonder Woman's still currently on the slate. So far, yeah. 
uh, for December twenty fifth. Really? Yeah, yeah. Christmas uh, and okay. December December twelfth. Free guy, which is basically like, it, what if Ryan Reynolds was an NPC in Grand Theft Auto? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, as fucked up as it is, I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, he's, he's a I'm fun always guy. excited to see Ryan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just gonna be like a great time. He's been in a couple dog shit movies, but like, he seems like a good guy. He's got a good sense of humor. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like he's handsome as fuck, but he's also pretty funny. Yeah, but like he's waiting. Dick, but he'd also like you know like leave a note on your bed when he left the next morning or something. Yeah, that's my fantasy. That's what I pull one out. <laughs> no, dude. Like between between waiting and the Deadpool movies, I could forgive Green Lantern and R.I.P.D. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can forgive R.I.P.D. I don't even no. know what R.I.P.D. Well, is. Well, then, you, know, then, then you're in a better place for it. <laughs> All right. I, and look, I, I agree with with Derek and Scott. I I think that if things need to be pushed, they should be pushed. I, I we're all frustrated in the same camp because life has basically been put on hold during all of this, and it sucks. But I'm also not saying none of us are like anti maskers. Like you should absolutely be taking it seriously. And we've always talked about not being political. And I'm not going to say anything political. But you know, be safe. I know it's stressful, and that we're still fucking. It, we're still in this, and it gets it, literally we get exhausted from still having to deal with it. But please push the shit if you have to. We just want it. Yeah, we're just greedy nerds, and we want to see that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. With, like right now, there's there's so little to look forward to for a lot of people. A lot of people are have taken giant financial hits. Yeah, they can't they can't afford that big vacation they had planned six months ago. Holidays have almost no meaning because like I'm at the point now. I'm looking forward to seeing my my uncle. That's gonna just spout racist nonsense like i i, I like that's just i just i just miss genuine human interaction it, like oh, is yeah, your racist uncle's name derek <laughs> no 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 i don't oh, I, I thought of another one i thought it tommy lee it's upsetting me it took you that long <laughs> it's, i'm having a real well, hard wait, time wait. thinking of an old white actor hmm <laughs> i mean <laughs> I think we can all. I think we can all collectively hate Clint Eastwood now too, though. Fuck that yeah, guy. Yeah, oh, he's the worst. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Piece of shit, dude. Wouldn't you love to just punch him in his fucking you, dumb chin? Dude, oh yeah. my god. You know he wrote Grand Torino just so he could use like Asian ethnic yeah, slurs and get away with it. Asian. Yeah. Was the yeah. whole point of that movie. Yeah. He's over here he's scheming in the writers' room. Like, how can I get away yeah, saying yeah. these words? <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, guys. I don't know what the next. He's, movie's... he's trying to co-write a movie with Spike Lee right now, but it's real edgy. <laughs> All right, guys, look, I don't know what the next movie is going to be about, but on the whiteboard behind me, you'll see four words. They better fucking be in it. Can it just be episode? probably cut some of these uh, uh, inflammatory words. Mm-mm. No, no, no. no hard, that's yeah, why hard we're no. here. Hard no. Yeah, dude, like, fuck, fuck Clint Eastwood more than anyone alive right now, I think. That, that whole get off my lawn. Like, fuck you, man. Don't, don't yeah. try to do a callback to your other movie that didn't suck. Don't try to do fucking make my day. Like, fuck you. We, we are fucking <laughs> humorism personified. That, that's like, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Humorism. We are, that's why they'll, we are ranting a little bit, but I'm just going to throw this out in the ring as a contender. Episode three, fuck Clint Eastwood. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a strong. Next yeah. news article is this going to be a Green Lantern series going to HBO Max. Plot details revealed. Uh, plot details are pretty loose. So, I'm bringing this up again only because it's news that happened quite a bit ago that has now had some some sort of a confirmation. It's actually got a green light. There were talks before. I don't know if you guys are aware, but there was going to be a Green Lantern Corps film coming out uh, back when they originally announced it. I think in like 2020 or 2021 or something. Hilariously, uh, no way in hell it's happening. Uh, Then they moved it to it's going to be a television show. And I actually think regardless of your feelings on the Green Lantern Corps in general, uh, 
a show like this where there's going to be multiple lanterns that are being focused on a tv show does it far more justice than a movie the movie would be bad because you wouldn't have enough time to develop anybody and therefore the entire thing would suffer um this news it, it's sorry i should say this is only news because it's been officially given a green light so it's happening hbo is giving them money uh it's gonna be are you okay what's the matter sorry sorry i still have my tv pause from when i watched that that haunting of blythe whatever the fuck oh, it is Blind Manor. and it just it and it just started scrolling and I saw a, a, a still frame of Netflix like, like showing me a preview, and it's like a new movie with Kevin James and Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Oh, God. We got to review that next week. Are you kidding me? Uh, that looks Hall- terrible. Is that the Hubie Halloween? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin James looks like he like has been living in a cabin, eating his own cum for sustenance. Well, <laughs> Dude, I was like fucking 90% of the way through that trailer. I was like, is that fucking Kevin James? <laughs> well, yeah. well, you want to watch it for next week? I'll wait for now. At least. Did you see that Kevin James movie that came out where Becky, where he plays like a neo-Nazi? No, I didn't watch Dude, it. Dude, fucking awesome. Is it good? Fucking, oh, Derek, you'd love it. <laughs> oh, cool. We're shifting. Uh, Scott likes neo-Nazi movies. Oh, anyway. No. <laughs> I almost spit out my fucking Red Bull. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh. No, but it's about, it's about like this little girl. Uh, and these, I guess like Kevin James is just like, he's like, it's Kevin James, and a bunch of other guys who are all look like cliche white supremacists. Uh, you know, like eye patch, face scar, oh swastika tattoo on the back of the yeah. head. Uh, and for some reason, they're trying to get into this. It's basically Home Alone, but a horror movie. It's fucking incredible. Nice. It's so good. Dude. All right. Uh, yeah. Can't, a big, big recommend. Big recommend. Um, anyway, finishing up real quick. Uh, they're going to have Lanterns, Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, and Alan Scott, which is Earth's first Green Lantern, who, true to the comic books, is a gay man, uh, and many more. So they're going to have fan favorites like Sinestro Kilowog. It's going to be a TV show on HBO Max. Does that, do you guys give a shit? I actually do. Okay. I, not like terribly. Like I'm not like like I, I'm not like I can't wait for right. it or anything. But uh, I know that Green Lantern is actually one of the DC characters that has like a fucking dense amount of lore oh, behind oh, him. Oh, a lot. Yeah. And I never dipped in because like the, the like every presentation I've seen has been awful. But every comic book fan I know has been like, no, trust me, like that's not <laughs> representative of how great it is. And it's always been convincing enough that I want to know, but just too lazy to put in the effort to start reading comic Fair. books or anything. Fair. So yeah. um, any new thing, you know, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll check it out. I have a few questions okay. uh, for me. For me, it's just like, how many different lanterns are there? Cause I know I've seen a red. I've oh, seen, there's I've seen the whole yellow. I've spectrum. seen green. Yeah. So it's, yeah. A, it's like a whole Roy G. Biv thing. Going exactly. On. It's like a giant intergalactic pride parade. Yeah. Uh, I'm here for it. If it's, I know that sounds like I'm, I'm being, but I, I honestly, I'm here for it. If it's a story strike, about maybe strike two. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceled 34 minutes and 15 seconds into this episode. <laughs> no, no. But I think I think it is cool. Uh, if we're going to see a lot of different like a lot of different lanterns interacting. Yeah. You know, like because like, I don't I don't really give a shit about Hal Jordan or like or one person's perspective. Like like you said, there's so much lore to dig into. Right. I can get behind it if it's going to be a grand scale kind of thing where like we talked about before, like you see personal stories, but to give you a much bigger picture through these different. Yeah. Uh, people's experiences right and, like that kind That's of thing why it sounds interesting to me yeah yeah, yeah. It, it could be cool and, but uh, i'm still i'm still struggling to give a fuck about the green lantern they um they specifically didn't mention hal in this listing of lanterns which is telling for me i think that's a good thing because it shows me that they truly want to focus on you know the core as a whole as opposed to like the guy everybody fucking knows um yeah i i'm uh, i'm looking forward to it uh at least i'll be positive about it until it does something terrible we'll go that route I mean, my, my next question would be like, how long is it 
Like, are they, are they going to follow the same arcs that we've already seen in, like, the, the movie? You know what I mean? Like, Probably not. Like, everyone knows that Sinestro eventually becomes a big bad. Yeah. Is, is it going to be, like, one of those things where it's, like, you know, watching, like, the Star Wars prequels or, like, the Clone Wars where you know the, the inevitable end? Right. If, and if so, how are they going to keep it, like, fresh? Right, right. Throughout that, because that, that's, as far as I know, that's, like, the most engaging arc in the, in the Green Lantern story is when Sinestro but kind of falls from great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but when, when you go back, it's not always the worst thing in the world. I mean, I know uh, on one of the shadow episodes in in the Lost Lands, uh, like, we talked like about them shadow episodes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we talked about um, Rogue One and how you know how that ends. Yeah. And it, you expect going into the movie that you're not really going to care about anyone. But along the way, you kind of do anyway. I agree with you that most of the time when they do something where you know the outcome, it, it, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. But it's not like an automatic to me. It doesn't discount it immediately. Right. That's fair. I think, I think that's, that's fair. That's, yeah. I, I do think one thing about Rogue One, though, that makes it stand out from a lot of other times when they do things like that is we were, we were expecting it to be more of a, a Star Wars popcorn movie still. Like something in, in the, the vein of, like, you know, uh, Force Awakens or even the prequel. But mm-hmm. it, it, was, it has so much emotional weight to it that you didn't expect. So, so again, much. Like, it, just, it just blindsides you. Like, it, it yeah. is... It is the saving private Ryan of the Star Wars universe. I, like I was just, not emotionally prepared it, for them all to die. Like I wanted, I was like, I, I thought I was like, okay, that's like the big dick move from Disney. If they actually let them die. And then when I realized they were gonna, and you realize there's like, they're trapped on the beach and they're just looking at the fucking explosion coming. I'm like, Oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Every death hurt more than the previous. Yeah. Like it was, it, it was just terrible. Um, yeah, we have one trailer to talk about two pieces of news before we get into our main topic. So, the stand from Stephen King is being made into a series on CBS all access. It's coming out November. I'm sorry, December 17th. Uh, there's a trailer for Can it. Push that to 22. Can they push that? <laughs> Can we get something else? Can we push that? that to 2022. Please Can we swap it out for something else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Dude, like Stephen King has, has written over 61 full length novels, over 200 short stories. Can we do something fucking I else? Thought the please? same exact thing. Like, like, how many times have you seen them remake the same Dean Koontz story eight fucking times for TV? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Do you mean diet Stephen King? <laughs> yeah. He's, well, he's the diet Dr. Pepper of Stephen King, which means like he's, he's, still, he's still got a lot of flavor. He's refreshing. But you don't feel like shit after it, you know, afterwards. Because yeah. uh, it, ta- it doesn't take you 12 hours to ingest um, or to digest. I, I just like uh, that I watched Scott. I got to watch Scott watch this trailer, and he goes, oh, it's the hot vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, like, like the cat, the cat. Yeah, the, it's the fucking. It was the fucking the right, smoke show, from, uh, the yeah. smoke show from True Blood. Yeah, yeah. True but it's Blood. like, but it's it, dude, like it's the casting is great. But why, why are you bothering to get Whoopi Goldberg and and Hot Vampire and and oh shit, hang on, drop something. Dick, dickhead Cyclops to do something that like nobody's asking for this. No. Like, you, the, there was the a, is, you know, everybody knows why they're making a stand show, right? Because fucking coronavirus happened. That's why they're making a stand show. And well, I, for it to be I, ready in December, there's no way that they started it after coronavirus started. Okay, all right, fair Got, play, fair gotcha. play. But <laughs> I ruined his whole train of thought. You're 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 right. Out of all out of all his works, it's like the reason I think they're picking this one is that the two most disputed things that his fans talk about uh, are like what you know. Is it the stand or the Dark Tower series that is his magnum opus? Obviously, they tried to make a Dark Tower movie and it was fucking dog shit. And now they're making a stand show and it'll probably dog shit. <laughs> that being Dry, said, crusty dog shit, like that gray shit. I, I wasn't like the one the thing that turned boot. me off of that trailer. 
was that it's on CBS. I was like, okay, so it's yeah. going to be like fucking damn the entire time. Yeah, yeah, but it's but they're going to put it on their fucking bullshit streaming platform that no one is paying for. Yeah. Like, I, I still haven't seen the fucking Twilight Zone because you want to charge me $8 a month? Like, fuck you. I, I know fuck several you. Star Trek. basic fucking cable. I knew a couple Star Trek fans who liked the Picard series. I'm, did personally didn't really give too much of a shit about it. I would love to watch it if they if they didn't have a fucking gatekeeper for it. Like, I would love Netflix. to watch it if Star Trek wasn't the most boring series I've ever tried fucking to initiate. Thank you. Okay. Oh, now, well, we're, we're, well, you're we're wrong, 2v1 but... here. No, I'm on Derek's side. I fucking hate Star Trek. I'm oh, sorry. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your loving fathers never took you to go see Star Trek Contact when you were 12 years old. And it was a, a magical experience that you, you thoroughly enjoyed. I'm sorry, too. Well, yeah. yeah, you should be. Because First Contact was incredible. Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah, I'll take your word for it there. Yeah. I mean, or you could watch it. It's on the you were, you were watching First yeah. Contact. And I, I was, no, I agree that I could. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna make some All terrible right. fucking... Why don't you watch The Lighthouse again, you piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent idea. Um, you fancy my lobster! Can we all agree Why? that this, this trailer was me. just not good? Yeah, it, it's... it's I, um, I wanted it to be, but like, every time... Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg was on screen. It's like, oh, she's still a thing. Okay, that's all right. So you didn't so like she was it just every time you saw Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> God damn it! Come on, stop. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. It's not good for this cast, man. Yeah. Can't be saying yeah, like you should have you should have you should have should have let us know before you we went on air that you had these problems. I'm, we're kidding. Derek's not racist. He's. We should probably stop playing the joke. Someone's going to believe it. Um, there were. I'm going to yeah, just move cool. along because it, the trailer is garbage, and I don't even care to bring up specific examples. I, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm sad that it's on CBS All Access. I was actually hoping they would make it into a miniseries on like Netflix or something. When I heard CBS yeah, that, All Access, actually, I was like, fuck. Yeah, I'm like, glad it's on CBS, CBS All Access because I don't have to worry about fucking watching it. I'm not paying $8.99 to watch this piece. I don't want it anyway. <laughs> uh, next up, we got some, we talked about this, uh, I think the first episode, we got some High Republic new details for the star wars series we got uh there's a couple reasons i brought this up one is because they painted a much clearer picture of how the first couple of releases are going to tie together oh i heard that that sounds delicious mm-hmm. uh so ain't no laws baby which which way we got no oh i got that i got that tangerine son that tangerine mm-hmm. he's drinking a mm-hmm. white claw for anybody not uh mm-hmm. watching the youtube version that that is yeah, uh that is two carbohydrates per can 100 <laughs> calories hashtag sponsor us white claw uh charles I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Charles S. will kick off the High Republic launch with his novel Light of the Jedi on January 5th, which I will be getting in audiobook format. Uh, There's also an illustrated middle grade novel called Test of Courage by Justin Ireland arriving the same day. Uh, There is a young adult novel by Claudia Gray coming out in February called The High Republic Into the Dark. And sometime later, there's going to be an IDW comic series called The High Republic Adventures um, and a Marvel series as well called star wars the high republic so uh there's there's a ton of shit coming together uh i'm i'm pretty excited for it i have very much enjoyed since they kind of trashed the old canon which made me a little sad but i was also excited to see how they bring some of those elements back in that they love like how they've integrated thrawn uh thrawn i have bought like every star wars book that i cared about on audio versions because they have great voice actors uh, reading them mm-hmm. and uh it's, it's really? been, yeah it's been a good time um not voice actor, sorry. It's usually one person, but he does all the... I forget his name. Dude, it's like the same fucking shit, guy. Yeah. But he does voices and shit, and it's really great to listen to. Yeah. Um, alongside that picture they painted, they, there's two things in this article that were interesting. Um, Scott, you and I were talking about the unique modified lightsabers. Like, one of them actually looks like, like fucking Excalibur, like a Claymore. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Cool. yeah, it looks it, really it has, neat. It has that Kylo Ren hilt, with, but with protective 
metal shielding, which makes way more fucking right. sense. It's almost like yeah. someone said, yeah. that's not bad, but it's dumb. So, can- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we fix that? Because, like, hey, you just bump yeah. into something and, whoop, there goes my fucking hand. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, no, that guard makes a ton of sense. It's like a no shit. Like, why wouldn't you do that? I- Everything yeah. that's in that article seems super cool. Like they're exploring it in different ways. Um, I love how the one guy uh, um, apparently basically sees the force as music, um, sees different people as different instruments in different tones. Um, th- th- there's like a, a Wookiee Jedi, which by, I don't know. Has there ever like yeah, there, there anything has, that I there have interacted all with been like comics and shit, like nothing. Right. Okay. Um, sees, you know, the force as like a gigantic forest. Yeah of which she is just like a leaf on a single tree within. Um, and apparently there's uh, uh, that same Wookiee Jedi has like a fucking gigantic lightsaber. Like that people because can't lift. That's badass. It, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm really, really excited for this. Actually. I know we talked about it. I think episode one. Um, and I was excited then. And upon reading that, I'm even more like, I, I, I think I'm even going to pre-order that yeah. for, for January it, because it seems like they're kind of, taking unexplored avenues and, and, and drawing them yeah. up. So I'm glad you, you literally uh, segued into the force conversation that, that we were going to do. So that was a good jump. Like I thought I saw you smirk Scott when he was talking about it and it was such a cool concept just to hear them say things like that. Like we all are yeah. different. It's, it's never been explored. Yeah. In like yeah. the orchestra it, of the it's, force. It's always mm-hmm. been like this, woo, like this fucking weird bullshit, like mystical, yeah. like, but it's cool. To, it's cool to hear them like describe it, like from their own personal, unique perspective. Um, I do feel like a lot of these names, they just picked shit out of a hat. Well, like, yeah, it all means I mean, nothing to me. I've been doing that since the beginning, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but uh, do, no, now what? No, these are all specifically not like novels and comic books, right? Yeah. Currently so far. Okay. Novels and comic books. Um, so they, uh, there, there's a couple examples that I, I know you, you did two of them already, but there's Keeve Trennis. That's not bad. I mean, that's, that's a, someone you went to Star Wars name generator.com and kept hitting the button and they were like, good enough. Uh, Keeve Trennis sees the force <laughs> yeah, dude, as, a, as a tapestry with different threads <laughs> that weave throughout He's the mad. galaxy. That's more of an obvious one, but like the tree in the forest for the Wookiee thing is cool. Um, the river one was really cool. I thought, oh, like, yeah, yeah. enjoying a river and then flowing to the ocean. Yeah, there's a lot That's of a, that was a really cool image. And they're all like no shit examples, but it's just it, like you said, it feels like they're, they're really putting a lot of thought into the way they're expanding the different views because, you know, it's yeah. going to be a time when the Jedi are extremely prevalent and there's going to be a lot more ideas out there about what they're doing, how they're connecting to the force. Um, yeah. Plus it's just cool to take a 50 year old franchise and to freshen it up a little bit, right? Like, to make your Jedi's see things in a different way. Right. I think we, I think we might be seeing Jedi's who are more like free thinkers in this version mm-hmm. from, from, from like the little bit that I read of the article the here. Gray. I don't think it's, I don't think it's gonna be based around like, you know, the council yeah. so much and that, that hierarchy. I think it's going to be like, you know, like, uh, like a no man's land. Like you said, like it's a time of peace. And Jedi act like sheriffs. They're out there, out there doing their own fucking thing. They're probably not following the code of the Jedi Council to like the fucking team, and they're probably just winging it. Right. Uh, and I think that that could make for really interesting stories. Right. I yeah. mean, every especially if somebody maybe is tempted to the dark side while out there doing their own thing. You know. I, I mean, mean, think about it like from this perspective of all the movies and even most of the canon that all of us are exposed to so far. Like the way of the light side of the force basically all gets distilled from like Yoda's teaching. Like everybody kind mm-hmm. of thinks. That's the ultimate version of the light side of the force. So to, to push this back like 200 years and see the kind of interpretations, you know, like we've been talking about of different Jedi and how they view it differently and how they, they view their role in the universe differently. Um, you know, I could talk about it forever cause we're all giant star Wars fans, but 
I, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty excited. And, and I also am going to pre-order that, uh, that novel later the Jedi. I think it's gonna be badass. Um, we have one more topic to discuss before we get into our main topics. And this should be a short one because, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, who we just talked about fucking up all the resident evil franchises, um, is he's just, he's worst. making a just, monster yeah, hunter movie with Mia Jovovich. And, uh, there was like a, like a three second clip in that thing that I linked, which is timestamp, but it's garbage. Yeah. It looks like garbage. It looks like re- it looks like Jurassic <sighs> Park three. <Yeah. laughs> like I, I somehow like I see it in there now. I somehow missed it. Oh. Like I, I didn't watch this, but it sounds like I didn't miss no, anything. No, don't do so. it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, like, like to me, like I was like, fuck this when I saw they had guns. I'm like, that's not at all what is like. Have you played Monster Hunter, yeah. or did you just like look at an art book of it and decide to make a fucking movie? They, they gave <laughs> like, Mia Jovovich a big foam sword to carry around, and they yeah. put her in the same outfit they put her in in the Resident Evil franchise. And then <laughs> yeah. they might have even yeah, for, like literally they, they might have even stolen the Resident Evil Apocalypse set because they're walking through the desert at one point. And then they were like, "Fuck it, CGI dragon." Okay, boom, we're done. Monster Hunters, boys. Oh Jesus! Yeah, uh, it's it's gonna be so. It's fucking- crazy that they took a video game and they're doing an unfaithful movie adaptation. <laughs> That's so weird. Like I feel like 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 Anderson is the new Yui Bull. Remember that guy who made the fucking House yeah. of the Dead movies, oh, and they were God. so like like Anderson is just determined <laughs> oh, to like destroy every Capcom franchise he possibly can on the big screen, like. Devil May Cry is definitely next. Oh yeah, because like that's already one of the worst written series of all fucking time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like I, I went back. I went back and played the original Devil May Cry like maybe like a month ago, and it's literally like it's it's just like like Vin Diesel chugged a Monster Energy drink and just <laughs> and just slammed his fists and forehead down on the keyboard and wrote the dialogue. It's so fucking bad. Yeah, it's really really fucking poor. But it this totally gonna, works, doesn't oh, it? Dude, yeah, yeah, it totally works. Uh. Dante gets impaled with so many swords in that. Like it's 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 like it's like watch it's like I'm watching too many swords. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that that Piper Perry meme where there's like it's just Dante on a sofa surrounded by five swords. Just swords. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be really fucking bad. Uh Mila Jolovovich. She is the got in one. <laughs> yeah, first try, bro. Cut first and print, try. boys, cut and print. <laughs> no, it's gonna be so fucking bad. Uh, and the thing is, I don't, I don't have any reason to believe that she is a bad actress necessarily. Uh, she's just but, always but she, handed bad. Script. Yeah, she, she's just never been in anything good. Like you can make an argument that the fifth element wasn't terrible, but her only line of dialogue was "Lilo, Lilo Dallas Martin." Uh, like, and how yeah. do you fuck? How yeah, do you she fuck nails up that? It, only has yeah, three movies dialogue. Yeah, you yeah. watch your dirty mouth. It's. So I cool. mean, we all, we all love the it's blue opera so lady, bro. Relax. We're not, we're not coming for Gary <laughs> Oldman. Was just back then was always a, Zerg, a bad man. guy, and I, it's crazy it's, to see. Like at some point, he just transitioned into always being a good guy, and I, yeah, dude, well, dude he, oh. he turned into daddy. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah, he just became That's your true. dad. You that, that, dad that does happen. You get those great <laughs> Gary Oldman in True Romance. Jesus fucking Christ, man! Like it's crazy to me that he doesn't have like a wall of Oscars. Yeah, it's insane. Um, does he not have? How he doesn't have any? Does he? I, no, I don't, know. I don't think he has a single Oscar. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Let me find out. Gary Oldman Oscars. Maybe he should make a movie where he's just dying on the side of a mountain for five fucking hours straight, and they'll give him one. <laughs> he's. Are you talking about fucking the Revenant? Is yeah, that what you're? <laughs> <laughs> he has won two Academy Awards, but I don't oh, see okay. the Oscar. That, right. yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's an Oscar. Academy Awards don't really count. If, if that's <laughs> like, an Oscar, then that's uh, what an Oscar is, guys. That's an Academy Award is an Oscar. Well, that's my big gaffe for the episode. Uh, <laughs> well, we're gonna like we, we, we got Air Five on that Air one. Five. 
we're gonna <laughs> jump into main topics because I'm excited, and we've been, we've spent there was so much fucking weekend review news. It's been 50 minutes already. This actually sounds like a great time for me to go take a piss. Are you gonna get mm, all right, all right, Gramps? I go ahead, it. brother. Sorry, go ahead. I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I Gramps or my brother? Uh, yeah, both. The answer okay. is yes. Yeah, we live south of the Mason Dixon line around here. <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh, someone's gonna be mad about oh, that. Oh boy. One. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we have a special guest on our podcast today. Her name is uh, Ron. How you doing, Ron? No, not responsive. Oh, she's back there. Hey, how you doing? What are we playing? What are we watching? I would love. I would love if Ron just came and sat down in his seat right now. And just took over for us the podcast. Like, like, like you're done, man. You're done. You missed like, it. Tag him. In, tag her in. <laughs> yep. Tag. He'll, he'll be like, "Fuck it, I'm I'm ready to go." Um. There, oh my god. There's so much news this week. There were topics that we, I think, didn't even put in the list because they didn't seem relevant enough, and there was too much other stuff to focus on. Yeah. How was for you? Had a good time at Freddy Fest? Oh, uh, dude, it was awesome. Man. I'm actually wearing my Freddy Fest shirt right oh, now. Oh shit. Yeah, dude, uh, it was not what I thought it was going to be, though. I thought they were going to do what they did last year and play the first, like, six of them, or, or like, eight of them all in a row. Okay. Uh, and they, they kind of, like, peppered in other stuff, man. They had, they had, like, that movie Shocker, which is just awful. Uh, they had eight... <laughs> they had one of Robert England's uh, movies he directed, like, 879 Evil, uh, which is about, like, a fo- an 800 number you call that, like, gives you demonic powers. It was I cool. thought that's 8675309. Uh, maybe. Oh, breaking news, Scott. There's going to be another Cleopatra movie, I guess, for some reason, starring uh, Gal Gadot and uh, Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins are reteaming. I don't I don't care. Why? Why? Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't give a single shit about that. Yeah, that Wonder Woman 84 armor looks dope, though. That's the that's the header uh, picture for that article. and I'm very excited. I don't know if I believe Kristen Wiig is a villain. though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know if I'm, if I'm. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I mean. She might. I mean, pa- Pascal looks like he's going to be the big bad yeah. of it, and she's going to be like a pawn. Yeah. She uh, might crush I, it. I think. I but think it's hard to say because, like, uh, I think they're, they're. I think they're Catwomaning, like Michelle Pfeiffering. What they're doing. <laughs> we'll see. But Very much. Literally, she's going to be turned into a cat lady. So. Yeah, yeah, like, like verbatim. It's, it's almost like they just copied that entire page out of the script and threw it in this. Uh, I was, I was talking about some breaking news for a Cleopatra movie that's going to be made with Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins, and then I, we got sidetracked with uh, because there's a header image of her and her. Wonder Woman 84 armor, which I thought looked pretty B.A. Yeah. Hmm. How was your pee-pee? Um, Wait. It, I fully drank. More, more importantly, how many times <laughs> did you shake it? Uh, definitely more than three. Uh, well, fuck. 100%. You fucked up. Yeah. Um, That's what took so, so long. first <laughs> main topic yeah. is only here because it helps us confirm a couple things. So the Mandalorian Season 2 writers and cast were finally confirmed now that we are less than a month away from release, which I just saying that out loud made me super excited all over again. Um, The writers and directors are basically the same set of of people from the first season, which makes me excited only because they've now had a season under their belt of working together. So of course, showrunner John Favreau, but Dave Filoni, Rick Famuyiwa. uh, And then you have returning directors like um, shit, Bryce Dallas Howard. They're going to have Robert Rodriguez, Carl Weathers, who, who plays Reef Carga in the show, come in to direct some episodes. Oh, yeah. But, I, I, you know, that's fine. The important stuff here is that they've officially confirmed the cast. So they've confirmed for the first time, which seems crazy to me, that Rosario Dawson will be joining the cast as Ahsoka Tano. They said uh, she will yeah. be Ahsoka Tano. Mm. Oh, uh, Sasha Banks, Timothy Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant was confirmed to play a character named Cobb Vanth. 
Um, fucking oh, love Timothy Dude, Dalton. yeah, so, right? He does no wrong. I'm going to tell you dude. boys a little, a little secret here that I knew, but uh, it's, it might be mild spoilers. Do you want to know? Um... I mean, for, for Mandalorian, if it's spoilers, we probably well, should. Well, it's, I shouldn't. mean, it says it in the announcement, so. Oh, then, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's free knowledge. knowledge. Let them yeah. ropes fly. Also, some. if you don't want to know anything, turn the fucking podcast off uh, for just a second. Skip ahead 20 seconds. He's Cobb Vanth is going to be a character who's wearing Boba Fett's famous armor. So I really? think it gets recovered from the Sarlacc pit. Also, okay. uh, we know that Tamira Morrison is going to be in the show as Boba Fett. Maybe you guys didn't know that. So I totally did, didn't know that. did not know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, Sorry. that's super exciting. Yeah, uh, again, uh, fuck public yeah. knowledge. So, so you know, T- Tamara Morse is the guy who played Django Fett uh, in. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's coming back. Obviously, makes sense because it was the fucking clone of him uh, to play. But so I'm, I'm thinking he he's octopus. he escapes the fucking Sarlacc pit. This guy Cobb somehow recovers his armor and is wearing it to try and impersonate him. And Tamara's probably going to go get it back and fuck him up. Uh, that's what I'm hoping mm-hmm. happens because that's a great subplot. Yeah, yeah. that would be yeah, excellent. That'd be fucking awesome. Uh, Katie Sackoff as Bo Katan, which is made famous from the Clone Wars series. She's a Mandalorian, uh, and Michael Bean as a bounty hunter who joins cast regulars, cast regulars Pedro and Gina Carano. Um, so this this was big news because the Tamira Morrison thing was a rumor. Uh, Rosario Dawson, even though it was basically it was basically confirmed, was not confirmed by confirmed. yeah. Yep. Um, Katie Sackhoff, same thing. All these things, all these casting things were just, none of them were confirmed by Disney. So, kind of big deal. And I, I just can't fucking wait until October 30th. I mean, we've talked about it here before, but we were, we're going to be making a Patreon with some bonus content uh, once we start getting on it to record it. We have plenty of ideas. One of them was to do somewhat of a watch-along because we could do a watch party on yeah. Disney+. Plus. We can watch the episodes together, react to them with a t- timestamp, and then you guys can watch it with us like you're fucking sitting on the couch, chilling. Put the timestamp up if you want our dumb opinions. How's that? If you want to watch me, if you want to watch all three of us probably cry in happiness when certain things happen, then, then you probably would want to be a part of it because I, I know tears are going to happen at some point. And come. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm saying there'll be a lot of chafing when Rosario Dawson's on screen. Like, it's yeah. going to be a rough, a rough yeah, month. We're all going to my... be under the same blanket. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I know you guys have <laughs> the same blanket. <laughs> oh, man. That thing's going to stand legs. up by itself in the corner when we're done Thanks. with that thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have to put a uh, like a screen protector over the TV so that it doesn't, you know. Uh, we'll get one of those like Gallagher splash guards. <laughs> <laughs> I I can guarantee you. Don't get it on the Vizio, boys. <laughs> I don't know if there's a possibility of us doing it in the same place. If not, that's why the watch party exists. But I can guarantee you. I, I know I've said I was more invested in like the Clone Wars series uh, and watching it than you guys were, but. I, there's no way I see Ahsoka Tano uh, realized in live action, and it doesn't make me fucking shit here. There's no way. So whenever she shows up, that's it. That's that's what's gonna happen. I can't wait. Uh, see, I think I think I think I'm gonna be too dehydrated to cry by the time something emotional <laughs> happens. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a lot of. <laughs> what if she shows <laughs> yeah, up with yeah, the title like, cards? You know, you know, you could be. Like, there'll, there'll be a big box of tissues for Chris for when he gets yeah. sad, and there'll be this just a dirty roll yeah. of paper towels for me and Derek. <laughs> Not even a roll. We'll just take a bunchel off of the roll. That's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wrap it on my forearm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to, to say. Like, I, I cannot fucking wait for this season. Yeah. When, um, when we covered it in one of the last episodes, I waited until right before uh, we aired the episode to watch it because I wanted to have like a candid 
reaction to it. I could not have possibly anticipated that that trailer looked that good. And every piece of information that comes out about it since then just emboldens that I can't fucking wait for season two. It's going to be, I I don't know what else to say. I I, I just can't wait for it. It's going to be excellent. Uh, I think we we talked about it in one of the shadow episodes, uh, but like they definitely doubled down on their budget. Like you can tell that they're all oh, in yeah. on this now. Like like the first season didn't look bad at all, but you could tell that it wasn't like grand scale production they use like for the the numbered entries, yeah, right? For the big screen, and it seems like from this trailer, I didn't see one shot that didn't like it, it wouldn't be playing on an IMAX screen. Yeah, they look I mean? great. It looks fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I mean, there's nothing else to say. We're all we're all stoked about it. I can't wait. Uh, We'll make sure we have the Patreon configured and everything before then, so that when those reaction uh, videos show up, we will post them. We'll get everybody the info. Yeah. Um, I think eventually there's a, an MCU showdown between Derek and me with you as, you as moderator. That, that's yeah. also true. That's happening. Uh, yeah. We also yeah. just decided we were going to pick some like bad B-roll movies to shit on together, um, so that could be a, a good... Tell, dude, boys, I'm telling you, Butt Boy. We gotta yeah. watch Butt Boy. Butt Boy, fun with but, that. Yeah. Dude, dude, Butt Boy was... was Maybe because of the popularity of Mandalorian, we released the first one as like a this is what or maybe a clip of it or something. I don't, it, it would be hard to do yeah. that, I think, because it's going to be a watch along. Nah, it should just be it just yeah. just be Patreon. We can release a clip of yeah. the other stuff, uh, you know, as like a, here's what's going on on Patreon. Um, the next thing up is something that I got to watch Scott's giddy expression. This is the, for the second thing that happened. This is a trailer for a thing I did not know was happening. Yes, called yes. Batman, uh, <laughs> starring none other than uh, Mel Gibson himself, who's been out yeah, of the spotlight what, what, for a what, bit. What A plus casting you get a man who clearly hates Jews to play Santa Claus? <laughs> oh my God, I was thinking the same thing. Let's, let's get the most anti-Semitic celebrity we can think of, and fuck it, he'll play like he'll play homicidal Santa. Uh, this is coming out December. 4th. Those are not the same thing. <laughs> They're not the same thing. <laughs> but I mean, they are though. It's coming out December fourth, starring Mel Gibson, Walter Goggins, who I just hate his fucking face. I hate his face. I hate looking at uh, him. Oh yeah, yeah. He's 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 got that punchable face. He was on uh, Justified with all of all of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, with all of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, but Tim is clearly better at that duo. Yeah, yeah. That guy's face looks like his skull is always trying to jump out through his skin. It's really hard. It's really he's, hard. To he's look got at. like the really, really bad receding hairline, but he doesn't give a shit. I, no, yeah. he does not. No. Let me tell you something. He, everything I see him in, he shines in a bad yeah. way. But like, he, he's memorable. He's not a bad Dude, actor. You guys but... saw the hate face. Oh, not at all. So what? He was excellent in the Hateful Eight. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, he was great. Yeah, no, he's yeah. like a great act, but I just I hate him so. It, it's testament to his acting, probably, because if he's like he's that, just really oh, he's another one that's the same in every movie. He's another one. But I let right. him get well. Uh, he was in American Ultra. He played that guy, uh, the, the laugher, who was like their take on like Joker from Batman. Yeah. That horrible right. Jesse Eisenberg movie, where for some reason he's banging the horrible. girl from Twilight. Yeah, I haven't seen just, it in a while, but I remember seeing it and being surprised how it, not great it was, but like yeah. actually not terrible it was. It, it was like a, it was like a stoner action. Yeah, movie. that's like, best. It, It's like yeah. if, if Pineapple Express had a stunt team. Basically, right. what that yeah. fucking movie is like super high. Or you basically, fuck it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You basically, <laughs> just capitalized the like the keywords you would put on YouTube for that trailer, like stoner action movie. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what did you what did you think of this trailer, Scott? Uh, I knew I knew what was coming like 15 seconds and I was like oh was like, he, like oh this motherfucker he mentioned something about not having put on the coat in a while and I I, I, yeah. I someone had me watch this blindly while I was streaming and I, I went no fucking way <laughs> it's like is this yeah, what I dude, think it yeah. is yeah the kid holding the coat like no I was like <laughs> oh, oh yes. so good oh yes like this is gonna be awful but in the way that I needed yeah. to be yeah it looks stupid you're both <laughs> wrong so fucking dumb. 
Oh yeah, no shit. It's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be great. No, not good. Stupid. It looks bad. Stupid. I don't know. I'm man. so disappointed. It's a Liam Neeson movie, but he's Santa Claus. Like, how do you oh. not imagine what was it called? The fucking the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Like, but just oh, an action movie. Like, okay, those, I don't know. No, those are not the no. same at all. It, it feels the same. Yeah, I mean, Tim Allen's cool. probably also very anti-Semitic. Like, if we're being honest, like prob- <laughs> probably. You know what I mean? And he is. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, 100%. Oh like. He but, just didn't you know, get caught like, saying that shit on recordings. That's all. Dude, it's not. It's not because it's Mel Gibson. Look, Mel Gibson's a piece of shit, but I love Lethal Weapon, my man. Like I can't stop. <laughs> That's fair. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, but deal. he pretends to have a black friend in that movie. So it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit more, a little bit more leniency. Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, look, yeah, we're, not, we're, not, we're not pulling any punches on Gibson today, dude. Fuck that uh, guy. Yeah, fuck Gibson. Fuck, fuck you Gibson. and your passion of the Christ guilt trip. You fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah. You fucking cunt. I had to watch that in Sunday school. I was twelve years old. You're a cunt. Yeah, yeah, let's not pull any punches, Mel Gibson. We all hate you, but yeah, you yeah. are the worst. You're but, an actual. But, but at least yeah. two thirds of us think that movie looks pretty fun. So yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. A broken clock is at least not a cunt for a minute a day, or, or whatever the same. That's exactly how the same goes. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it goes. I think I, na- I think I nailed that one too, guys. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not Man, at all. You're yeah. crushing it. Right? <laughs> you're crushing I'm, not even, it. I'm not at all like off or hungover today. It's not at all visible yeah. in my per- my perspiration. You're like you're like three for three for nailing those sayings. Yeah, dude. I know. It's like I'm a, I'm a book of Perry. <laughs> <laughs> four for four. <laughs> man cannot stop he will not uh, you're just winning all the time I, I should have taken a two hour power nap instead of a one hour one I think that's pretty fucking clear right oh, now you're good alright so we're excited about it he's not you kind of you kind of poured some water on my excitement fire but that's okay yeah well but, but, but what about it what, what about it are you not like what part like what part do you not like about this? Just the exactly. entire, entire part. Just the whole premise. Like, oh, oh okay. what, if, what if Santa uh, was trying, had a, a, you tried to kill Santa? Like, I, what? I don't care. It's just some ideas are How good. How do you feel about a, Death to Smoochie? Oh, Death to Smoochie's really good, though. Oh, it's the same fucking thing. It's the same <laughs> oh, fucking thing. It's the same fucking thing. He wasn't fucking Santa Claus. No, but he was, he was Barney. Yeah, dude. But, the, but, but, but both of those things aren't real. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like... <laughs> It's the same fucking thing. That's actually a fair way to frame it, but <laughs> I, I enjoy that. I'm I'm very thankful that you accepted that. That was a good analogy, by the way. Yeah, yeah. top notch. It's pretty hard to argue. Top notch. Five for five. Oh, so, uh, all right. Well, I think we'll move on since Derek hates it. Keep score. Chris is D- Derek. Derek yeah. dampened our spirits on that one. Um, no, no, he can't. He can't have it. We've been. It's, it doesn't count. We've been getting like a weird drip feed of Spider-Man three news over the past couple of weeks yeah. with the Electro thing and all that stuff. Uh, and now we've got word that the new mentor figure for Spider-Man in this film is going to be uh, Benicio Del Cucumber Patch, uh, Doctor Strange himself. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't... Uh, you mean Bendy Straw Cabbage Patch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, Bundy... Uh, Benadryl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Did you say Benadryl Cumber Pot? <laughs> That's fucking good. Uh, <laughs> Bundy Town Cucumber Dick. <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't know, I... I don't care, I guess, is really where I'm at with this news. Like, I, what? Hey, wow. Hey, look at that. Oh, Same. we can just keep this one rolling because I don't give a fuck. Oh. Uh, Unanimous. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's, it's not a surprise at all. They've already, they already announced that when they announced that they were bringing back Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, like you said, there's, so we, I had held out hope when we talked about the Jamie Foxx thing that because he said he wasn't going to be blue this time, which you shouldn't even have to say. That's just how bad Amazing yeah. Spider Man 2 is. Guys, I'm not going to be blue this time. I'm like, <laughs> Dude, but don't worry. Dude, I went back and watched it after we had that conversation. 
the the part where he's like he has like a giant mural to Spider-Man on his fridge and he's like taking out his own birthday cake that he made for himself and he's like talking oh, to Spider-Man. It, it it wasn't even funny bad. It was just like like profoundly sad. Yeah, so Jamie Foxx is no longer going to be he's no longer going to be a Meeseeks in this movie. Um <laughs> thank you. I was proud of that. But you know, I uh will will he be Fumbles Fumbles Mick McFudley though? Will he be the the bumbling idiot who's just on roller skates the whole time falling down for no fucking I, I would assume not. Was, I, I assume McFudley was just killer. That was yeah. that was I assume Jamie yeah, Foxx was so mad at his like the way Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out that he was like I need another fucking I need another up to bat for this. Like you got to give me another chance. Yeah. But he looked in the mirror in that in that makeup with the fucking comb over and still walked out onto yeah, the soundstage. Like he could have said that's no. That's true. You're Jamie Foxx. You have fucking pull in. You fucking pull, bro. What? Why couldn't he have just been like a normal looking Jamie Foxx who was like kind of maybe meek? Yeah. Maybe like walked all over a little bit. Yeah. Instead of meek, he was a me seek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> be here all week trying to veal. Uh, so we have. <laughs> so like I was saying, we I was holding out hope last time that maybe it was just a recast, right? And they're just giving him another up to bat at Electro, and it wasn't going to be. But no, it, it look. Doctor Strange is in it. We know Jamie Foxx is coming back. There's no fucking way this is not multiverse related. And it's just we're doubling down on confirmation that all these new properties in this upcoming Marvel phase are going to be dealing with the multiverse. And uh, I, I don't know. I the multi look, I know that both Marvel and DC have done multiverse stuff. But me personally, maybe it's because I'm a DC uh, fuckboy. I've always felt like it had a better place in DC. The official. Term? DC, DC fuckboy fuck is my official. That's under my uh, title at work too. Um, See, I thought I, I thought I was a fuckboy. I thought I was the Marvel fuckboy. Is it uh, like what's the cool thing? Can't be fuckboys. Yeah. yeah. No? I mean, like I, I have, I have, I have the the trademark on the fuckboy with an B O I. Okay. All right. I'll just. I mean, you're, you're B O Y. You, you can be yeah. fuckboy R D. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll be fuckboy R D. So I, I I'm just right, me yeah. personally. I've always liked the DC multiverse stuff a little. I felt like it fit that universe better for some reason. I, I don't have a real concrete answer for why, but I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Marvel doing it. And, and to be honest with you, DC fucked up so bad that now they have to lean on the multiverse stuff moving forward, but it feels better for them. Whereas Marvel doesn't need to do that. I don't think, and I don't want them to, I, I don't know. What do you guys think about it? I, I think it's, you know, you had said last week that it's basically, with um, Into the Spider-Verse, that it, it reeks a lot like they're seeing that success and thinking what was good oh, about that was a multiverse, yeah. which is not what was good about I mean, they did it well, but it's not the, the thing that defined what made it so successful. Um, it, it, and again, you know, it, we're talking about how Disney is kind of, it just seems like they're trying everything right yeah. now. And it's almost desperate a little bit. Um, so it seems this, it just feels like a reach to me. It's weird. I don't think right? it's, it's like they lost Robert Downey yeah. Jr. And they're just throwing shit at the wall to see what's going to stick the best for their right, money right. machine. Yeah. I'm having deja yeah. vu here, boys. I'm having real deja yeah. vu. Yeah. Crazy. It's not, it's, I mean, it's not bad deja vu. You know, it's not like I'm back in high school and I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> it's just, you feel like we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maybe we have, we, we have, there are shadow episodes that exist out in the, the whirling, swirling nether. Uh, which is where I feel like the DCEU is better, better placed. It's just in oblivion. Like if it's so bad that you have to jump into multiverse, which is like, again, that's not it's the just, point of this conversation. Stop shitting for no reason. No, 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 no. But it, but it, it applies to both. Yeah. Though, because like if, if, if the MCU goes multiverse and I have to look at fucking like, and we, we've had this conversation. Like I say, I say Toby was a great Spider-Man. Uh, I think, yeah. Andrew, I think Andrew Garfield 
was the best Spider-Man, which I know like those movies were dog shit, but his portrayal of Peter Parker and Spider-Man, great. I thought he was fantastic. I like Tom Holland, a, a very close second. And Spider-Man 3, for me, puts Tobey Maguire in third because it's an entire movie where I cringe. Like, dude, I was cringing so often, it looked, I looked like I, I was Michael J. Fox. I, I'm like, not starting just, the Spider-Man like, uh, fight right now because we still have two shows to review episodes for, but I disagree, and we'll bring it up. I'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do a Marvel yeah. fight episode. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, for me, like... I, I couldn't hear you, but I, I don't know if your mic's fine. No, no, his mic's fine. It, oh, the, the program we use, like, will dim somebody if someone else is talking, but the, the audio tracks up uh, okay. fine. No worries. Continue, Derek. I just said small baby boy Tom Holland. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I mean, we all stopped, and it was completely irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, like... My, my thing is, like, if, if the MCU does go full like multiverse theory, I'd have to like look at, at these other actors and remember all the flops they were in, all the movies that like I was glad to see them wipe the slate clean and have a new Spider-Man simply because like the other the other versions didn't do it for me. Like some things worked, the big picture didn't. Uh I'll I would I would be a a hard like 180. I'd be on, on Derek's side on the fuck MCU train. Like what like I I would lose all interest, any and all interest if I have to like acknowledge and deal with all these things that should be compartmentalized and like just left in the past. Like they, they don't need to be a part of the story. Yeah. They don't belong there. Fair. Fair. All right. Um, any final thoughts on Doctor Strange and Spooderman 3? No. Nothing. Benedicio. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I, no, that's it. All right. Uh, ben- Benadryl. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's easy. The first one, when you get the second one, oh my God, all of my creativity has been fucking just on Benadryl. <laughs> Benadryl. Uh, uh, we all forced ourselves to watch the Haunting of Bly Manor episode one for this podcast. I don't know that Scott ever actually made it through the whole thing. Did you finish it? I watched that three times since I came home from Jim Thorpe, guys. I. The first time, I'll be honest, I was still so hungover, I fell asleep about 20 minutes Fair. in. I've watched it, I watched it in its entirety at least one and a half, one, well, one and a half times, that makes no sense. I watched it, like, over the three, over the three sittings, I've watched at least one and a half playthroughs of the I don't know why, and it's I don't know why you're torturing yourself. Uh, I don't know. Derek, you watch, I got, I got wet brain, you watch, when you're hungover, your IQ drops by 10 points, it's, it's a sign. You watched that first episode too, Derek? Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I watched the um, I watched the recap of season one, which I didn't know was the same show, uh, Haunting of Hill House. Well, they're not. I called. don't think they're related at all. But they're, yeah, they're, they're doing not, that anthology yeah. bullshit where An- they bring An- back the same actors yeah. to confuse you for no reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're doing an American Horror Story for some fucking reason. We already have one of those. We don't need any more. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I actually watched that because people were talking about it when it aired and. There were things I liked about it when it aired, but ultimately it just seemed like a horror soap opera. So I kind of fell off of it. That being said, watching the recap, it actually did seem pretty interesting to me. And I might go back and watch it. Probably not. Nah, but, don't do it. Uh, yeah. The thing is, like, the uh, recap is six minutes. Imagine watching that shit happen over 10 hours. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's excruciatingly don't. slow. It's it's but, but that's what I was going to say. I think I think that when we see something within this uh, genre, like horror, right? We're used to seeing short form. We're used to seeing movies. So everything happens a lot faster because uh, it has to all be squeezed into like 90 minutes or, or 105 minutes, whatever. Right. So like you see character development happen a lot faster. The scares happen 
So I feel like translating it into a TV show where they can take their time. We're so used to things chugging along a lot at a, at a quicker pace that it seems like it's slow, but I don't really, I don't see an issue I, with it. Honestly, I'm I think kind it's of upset that you, you don't seem to just outright hate this as much as I expected. you I don't, to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I had high I, hopes for you being real angry about watching this. No, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not like I can't like it's not like I can't wait until I watch the next episode, but I didn't think it was the I, worst thing. I think it's something new, like they're they're stretching out, you know, the, the horror story into 10 hours. Like uh, you see, said, the problem is you I didn't watch the first season because you, you I went into the same season <laughs> with the, the high hopes that you did, I think. And it, it took them from me. It stole yeah. them from me. and I can never get those high hopes and optimis, uh, optimistic views back. They're gone forever. I binge watched that that show in its entirety over the course of like a week or like a weekend because everyone was hyping it up. And, and me and my my then girlfriend were like, all right, it's got to get good eventually. Like people know it gets worse. Like, it starts just, off better. We're just going to stick it out. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like in episode four, uh, the, 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 the first episode, they introduce a character who the little girl refers to as the bent neck yeah. lady, not to be confused with the bye bye man or the poo poo pee pee man or or the stinky butt butt man. Uh, but it's just like it's just like this childish like it's like that that that. That lazy, can, like that slender kind of thing, which is like it has, all, all you need is like a, a like a weird, stupid name. The, the big, the big reveal was that she herself was the bent neck lady haunting herself through time. I, yeah, because she ended up kill, killing herself yeah. eventually in her own room, I and don't then know. or no, she was seeing herself. Like it just, it didn't make I any know, fucking I sense. Like that. I dig that. I thought that was a cool. Just, uh, just little that, now again, you just gotta go watch it because I need to see the hope drain from your eyes. Yeah, next, next yeah, podcast. Like, yeah, I was just gonna say, in fairness, I, I, I'm gathering all this from the recap. And like as a concept, I think that's pretty cool that you're like haunting yourself, but you don't know it. But that's but like it, the the show breaks its own rules because all the all the things that are happening in this house, it's residual right. energy. Like mm-hmm. like like from from past families who've lived there, like that 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 red room at the end is like kind of like the epicenter of the of the evil in the house. In the same way that they kind of they kind of played on that in like the house on Haunted Hill, movie. right? You know, like like the heart the heart of the evil uh, is like contained in this room, and if if all the things that they're seeing in this house are happening there because they happened there hundreds of years ago or you know a decade ago. Why the fuck is she seeing herself die somewhere else entirely in her bedroom as a child? Right. Like it breaks, it breaks like the, the, the cause there's still like the law of time. It's something that happened in the past. That's recurring because the, the event was so traumatic. That's like kind of like ghost canon, like, like horror ghost canon. Yeah. Um, well, if you're telling me that the show breaks its own rules, there's nothing that I fucking hate more than that. Oh, so. it, 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 well, yeah. I mean, now you have to watch it because I, I legitimately. I kind of feel like I should, right? I should watch season you. one. I, I, look, yeah, yeah. I, I think that show got worse because, and here's the thing: it's a horror show, right? So you expect to be, uh, I don't know, scared, startled at least. And here's the thing that I'm having, and not only with season one of that show, there are some truly early on suspenseful moments that I'm like, uh, something bad's gonna happen. If that never, never get to the height of like, oh, it actually scared me, and then it gets worse as the show goes on because. It's so slowly paced that they explain everything. And that, that's the, like horror is the unknown. Like when they tell me everything that's going on, I'm like, none of this is fucking scary. And now I just want it to be over. Like, please just end. Yeah. hundred percent. And like, and that's the, that was the thing. Like when you, like you said it yourself, Derek, like when we see these short form horror movies, like the first 20 or 30 minutes are those, like those light scares, like you're like kind of nervous. You're laughing a little bit still. And then you get into the history and then you get those big scares in the finale. This was literally like nine episodes of that first twenty minutes of every horror movie, where it's just those, like, oh, there's, oh, there's a snake in the house, like that, like, yeah, the, we- like mean, the like weird that- stuff that happens, but it never builds to anything yeah. meaningful. Yeah, yeah, and like, but the thing yeah, is, like, it's like in a coming age. Well, no, every like, episode, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it had it had such a strong it had such a strong fucking start though. Like the the whole bet neck lady maximum cum power. The uh, the whole bet neck lady thing. Like as stupid as that fucking name was, like that was the one thing that had me like hooked in at first. Like oh fuck, I don't and, hate like, that name as much as you do. I feel like that's the exact name that like a small girl would name someone yeah. with a bent neck is the bent neck lady. I, I liked his yeah, analogy yeah. with the other uh, small childish poo poo pee pee man so I was letting him go I also didn't yeah. hate it that much I, I actually have a script I'm writing for the, the stinky butt butt man guys and it's based <laughs> it's loosely it's based on my own, yeah it's, it's loosely based on my own experiences on elevators and in, in, uh, you know like doctors <laughs> office waiting rooms I'd love to pitch it to you if we have time sometime but I don't think we have time just, just it's yet, like right now. This think of Mr. I'd rather think, think of Mr. Poopy Butthole but what, a horror what, movie no, no, not not even. That's not the second even Rick and Morty reference tonight, boys. We're keeping. Count. No, no, no. The the stinky butt, the stinky oh, butt, butt, man. Like when you're when you're in public and somebody just lets one go, but nobody claims it. The stinky butt, butt, man knows. Get it? I thought you were gonna <laughs> say the stinky butt, butt, man comes and claims your soul. I mean, I mean, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. The, st- the stinky, the stinky butt, butt, man will come for everyone who smelt it in reverse order. Like if you're the last person who smelt it, you're first to die, baby. <laughs> And he will, he will, he will sniff out the guilty party, and the last person, the one who dealt it, drags you to hell. <laughs> Boom, right to hell. Uh, ten out of ten. Would would listen to pitch yeah. again. Yeah. Um, I mean, there there will be a trailer eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Can you swede the trailer? Like, just have everything look really shitty. Just I oh, definitely sweet it, sweet it. Oh, I'll help you, uh, uh, oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, crowded elevator, like. Free fall, someone yelling, claim it, claim it, as the lights flicker off and on and the stinky butt butt man materializes. It's going right. to be really, just really highbrow stuff, guys. Like, <laughs> I just, I'm just picturing everyone in the elevator like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like, how it starts. Sort of like, we're like, there's a, a UPS worker like walking and waving to the front desk guy, get on the elevator and he's just sitting there and Nobody's particularly bothered. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I was like, really, guys? It's fuck. It's like it's Tuesday at seven thirty a.m. Really? So, what did you eat for breakfast? That this is what we're dealing with right so now. So the trailer starts <laughs> with someone sniffing it, and then it goes to white letters. And Derek, you have to read "He who smelt it." Oh, he, no, yeah, this, this summer, he who smelt it, and then it goes back. Yeah, it. he who smelt it. Then it cuts back to the elevator. <laughs> But yeah, you have to have that har- you have to have that harbinger like loosely explaining it. Like there's a shot of a kid running through like a through like a, a church parking lot or something, and just like you just hear the voiceover of the old man like they say he comes for you. <laughs> like that fucking like <laughs> like that guy who has like one tooth. It's a good tooth, but it's always got left. <laughs> He's just like in a rocking chair. Oh fuck! Uh, one eye is completely dead. Just dead. Like milky white dead. <laughs> We're talking whole milk, boys, not skim. Yeah, we're, we're going to put all these ideas together and, and we'll have people vote on which one's the best trailer idea. Because my brain is, is, fixa- uh, is finishing the rest of this elevator pitch. So it starts off. Oh, yeah. Starts yeah. off. You guess somebody. <laughs> and then and then he who smelt it in white letters read by Derek. And then it cuts back and someone goes, oh, it's like onions and ketchup. And then, and then it cuts back to Derek. <laughs> my, my original idea for this would be like, it would, it would be like them sniffing in the elevator and like it would be like, you know, like a good t- a good 20 seconds of like awkward silence. And then like the elevator starts to free fall. And while the lights are flicking off and on, everyone's screaming, losing their shit. You see like you see bodies are dropping left and right. But then it's also cutting back to like these young kids who are like learning the lore of the stinky butt butt man. The old harbinger in his rocking chair with that one that just dynamite tooth. <laughs> do it. Do, do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but and then like it's it's just like all the all the hard cliches. A kid a kid running through the hallway of a high school for some reason he's in a cornfield now. He looks confused. He doesn't even know why he's there. How did I get here? And it's just like but the whole time we're cutting back to the elevator in free fall. And every time you can cut back, there's more blood splatter on the walls. Uh, there's there's one less person who's like actively participating in the shouting and the accusations. <laughs> and that final cut, like this summer, he who smelt it, and just cuts back to somebody in the elevator, like claim it, claim it. <laughs> Fucking like Charleston Heston, old, like Old Testament style, just screaming, just belling like, like the you damn then, dirty apes, but yeah. screaming, claim it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, but like just begging, begging whoever farted to say that they did it. Because if you say that you farted, if you claim it, he goes away. All he wants is you to acknowledge that you did something fucked up. Um, he's not a bad I'm guy. Crying. He just he has a he has a difficult job. Accountability. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's he has a, a difficult job. You know what I mean? Like it's not a, it's not a popular. Uh. We understand it seems lowbrow, but it's really just talking about just responsibility. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 kind of it's kind of a subtle nod to uh, to our, our current our current police state. <laughs> Chris, can you take us into the next thing? <laughs> it's got a lot to say about society as a whole right now. <laughs> Chris, you have the power to end this. <laughs> but why would you want to? <laughs> Oh fuck! I gotta recover. I'm actually crying. <laughs> oh god! But the, but then you have potential sequels like you know the stinky butt butt man two, crop dust country. You know he's out. Crop dust country was pretty good. <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This has been this has been in my head for like a couple days though. Yeah no I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, ooh ooh. <laughs> We're getting like the revised thoughts too. This is oh awesome. yeah 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 Un- unfiltered. I can go for probably forty five minutes describing what I see in my you head said, right now. Uh, crap this country, and I thought of like Jeepers Creepers, but with like yeah, yeah, with, like a farty Jeepers, Jeepers Creepers too. Yeah, like for some reason it's, it's like a crowded school bus full of kids, and like the teacher farts. It's real fun. Uh, so you just have to watch like twenty eight kids die in succession before the teacher gets you it. Both. All right, let's move on. <laughs> we barely reviewed the fr- look. It's poo poo. Don't. If you if you really love horror that much, go watch it. My even my wife who uh, wanted to watch it really bad. We, I I ended up watching two and a half episodes. They they do this thing where they're like everybody in the show seems like they have a fucking problem or some kind of backstory that they're gonna and you're just like I'm watching it. I'm like I the don't problem care. is I know you're gonna waste half an episode on it and I don't give a shit. So I I wish I could just have the knowledge and skip to episode five. You know what I mean? I would say I would say like this show like even based on like just watching the first episode. It seems like it's going to make American Horror Story look like it's like short and to the point. Like it's well, like, <laughs> it, it seems like there's like, like I, I woke up, I woke up from a, from a nap at one point. Episode three was on. It was like a whole different cast of characters. I'm like, who are right. these people? Why do I care? Uh, it just, yeah. And, by comparison, and I, American Horror the, Story the looks one thing, like, like, I know I had like good things to say, but the, the one thing, uh, the, the <clears throat> uh, main character, the young blonde woman, her voice is insufferable. Oh, yeah. I just can't stand it. Oh, you mean not Kat Jennings? <laughs> Uh, not yeah, Kat, that yeah, was exactly. weird. Yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, dude, I thought it was. I literally Googled him. Like, is that her? Guys, it's time for you to go to bed. It's just, she, it's constant. It's just the worst. It's like nails yeah. on the inside of my fucking yeah. skull. I think it's a testament to to the first season of the show that they have a lot of recurring actors and actresses, and I don't remember yeah. any of them from the first. I didn't even know she was Neil until I until I IMDb yeah. her. I had no idea she was she was the one who she was the bent neck lady. All right. Yeah, no. moving along. The last thing we're going to talk about, and the one I think I'm most excited to chat about, that's the boys had their season finale. I'm going first because 
Look, I fucking loved it. Okay, I loved it. I thought they closed all the plot threads. Uh, interestingly, I thought they had a couple good surprises in it. There's a lot of fucking gore and blood, which I'm always about with the boy shows. Um, and I just wanted to get my thoughts in before uh, inevitably Derek or Scott tries to poo poo on something that I really loved. Okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, you don't get to Scott I'm go first. For, for the most part, every point these guys have made. <laughs> has been totally valid but i i came away from it loving it i have a list where i'm gonna bring up when we start digging into the the, the points the bulletin points of the episode okay um how'd you guys feel about it scott how'd you think wait i thought you were going first oh i didn't want to do the specifics yet yeah oh, okay, we'll do okay. we'll do so overall we're doing, thoughts, general yeah. um everything that i had disliked about this season everything that i thought that they like kind of like a little heavy-handed or like long-winded they completely made up for in this final episode everything that they did uh, I mean, I, I honestly didn't expect to tie everything up so neatly, is my only criticism. Like, like the way that Stormfront was, like, is no longer an issue. I feel like they could have probably stretched that narrative out and made her a much bigger threat than they did. Um, is she no longer an issue, Pretty though? sure. Did you not watch the... I mean, I'm... I mean, I <laughs> spoiler did, but... alert, but she's a fucking... That, I mean, that was one crispy yeah. Nazi in there. She okay, was... did you guys not see Star Wars where someone <laughs> loses all their limbs and is going to come crisp back and... and they just put a suit on him and he's fucking okay forever? Yeah, no. We didn't see her die. Yeah, I'm saying. She's but, like, okay, all right. she was so fucked up at the end that she's literally yeah, she spouting was... like German. And I looked it up, yeah. by the way. I know what she was saying. And we'll yeah. get there. Yeah, what, same. What was she, what was she saying? Uh, she was... Is it, is, it real, is it real racist? No, she was speaking in... It's actually really sweet. Yeah. It's actually... Uh, remember she said she had the daughter that like she watched grow up and then die? She was like talking to yeah. her daughter about some like trip uh, they were on. I, I think, Derek, if I'm not mistaken. She was uh, talking to Frederick Vaught about the right. daughter, about uh, them going to like an apple orchard and her sticking her hand out the window and it being beautiful. Yeah, it was super Just, sad, to be honest with you. It, it, it's like nonsense that's very, very... Yeah, and and like, and deep cuts right because they didn't translate it for you so if anybody wanted to know they had to look it the fuck up like they just put it in there for yeah. no reason it's just a testament to me for like the screenwriters had this great idea and they just let them run with it yeah uh i would say that she's definitely dead as fucked up because she was defamed or not not defamed but she was like exposed for the monster she was Vaught has no reason to keep her alive she's of no use to them anymore public opinion has shifted they, they they threw that bitch in the trash. Oh, oh yeah, they blamed everything on her. They brought they brought mm -hmm. uh, Starlight back. She's she's a hundred percent dead. I I don't think there's any way they bring her back. Unless they unless like they're saying like they could they could Darth Vader her. I or, I think or she's be Darth Vader. Maul her. Oh, you could they could Darth Maul her. I think that in any in any of these shows, when you want a character dead, you kill them on screen, and usually when you don't, they come back. Uh, and I think that. We saw, um, you know, a lot of people in that last scene. We saw Maeve, we saw Butcher and Ryan, but they all left. And who was left behind? Homelander, who was obviously in love with this woman. Um, if they had included, I feel like if oh, they wanted us to close yeah. the book, Stormfront, um, we'd see her gurgling blood and then her eyes roll back or something. But we didn't see that. I think mm. anytime you leave it open-ended like that, at a minimum, they're, they're leaving... <clears throat> sort of the writers that is they're leaving themselves a possibility to revisit that i mean yeah they have, they have they have wiggle room without a doubt but also we just said how like subtle they were about what she was saying in german they didn't spoon feed you the right. answer yeah, so, okay, so, yeah i mean yeah i so here's like I, I don't think there's any way she comes back and also the, the writers have done a pretty great job of foreshadowing stuff except for one reveal that i don't think uh, so i i I'm, and i'm talking about the congresswoman of course <laughs> big spoilers which yeah. was by by far holy shit got me. I had no clue 
Oh, by the way, spoilers, everyone. I, yeah, spoilers. I mean, look, if they, they know we're talking about the voice <laughs> finale. The best was the fucking Fresca pop and then <gasps> the head pop. In, so, like, yeah. so, I mean, I, I don't want to skip around too much. Fuck Fresca. <laughs> I don't want to skip around too much, but so I, I watched a, a recap from another uh, YouTube channel about this episode and they were like, you know, the only thing, the only real thing that they did to foreshadow this was if you go back and watch the uh, congressional hearing she makes eye contact with everyone in the room whose head pops as it goes around. And then even there's oh, a moment shit. where they're like dragging her to safety yeah. to leave the room. And she looks back at one of her aides. And when she looks back at her aide, the aides head blows up. And I was like, Oh, that okay. You never cool. would have caught it. Yeah. And of course it wasn't close mm-hmm. enough on her eyes to see them do that little power shift thing. But, uh, yeah. I mean, Holy shit. I had no clue. I figured they were going to tell yeah. us who that was this episode. I, they really yeah. fuck. I was like, Oh my mm-hmm. God, that's an awesome wrinkle. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, too. Um, if we're just going overall yeah. thoughts right now, um, I, you know, let me just get out of the yeah. way. Some things I didn't okay. like. Because we're not, you know, we're not the find nice things to say about everything, nerd. We're the cynical nerd. <laughs> All right. Get it over with. And there were some things I didn't like, but there was an overwhelming amount of things that I really did like. Um, I, for one, the, the only really major thing, uh, complaint that I have is I'm fucking tired of, uh, Huey and Starlight. I can't stand any moment that they're on screen. It's just like fucking cringe overload. None of it seems natural. Anytime they're talking about anything, even individually, I'm kind of getting tired of them a little bit, to be honest, but when they're together, it's just the yeah, worst. Yeah, but he got you at the end, didn't he? Uh, he got you because they were sitting on the bench and you're like, oh, really? You're going to do the dumb thing where like you're together. You're not. You're together. You're not. Are you really doing that, Huey? And I got so mad. Oh, and then he switched it back. <laughs> it's the most unbelievable relationship on the show, because how the fuck is this? Yeah. Is this bumbling idiot with this fucking smoke show? Like, smoke show? It just doesn't. It's a, dude, she is. She's fun, like she she's is. she. But she's like she's also like like one of the most likable characters on the show. Like she's. Yeah, I'd sit on her lap. OK, <laughs> would you sit on Mel Gibson's lap? If he was in a Santa suit, oh, yeah, yeah. If his, if his beard was like brushing the back, <laughs> that's the only stipulation. Into that, um, yeah. is that the only thing that you didn't like, or is, is there more? Uh, really, just the only, and this is minor because I usually don't pay attention to kind of nonsense like this because it's a TV show and it's this TV show about fucking superhumans, so it's fake as it is. So why hyperfixate? But anyway, um, the fact that Maeve just showed up at the right time, like why would she know where they all were? Um, and why would she know to show up at the exact time that she did seemed a little unrealistic to me, but again, it didn't bother me. It wasn't like it. it, it exactly. It wasn't a deal. But my, so my brain instantly like, tried right. to make sense of it because I was like, well, vault has trackers in all of them. So maybe she just had access to that and knew where Stormfront was. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That, all right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Fair play. Fair play. Otherwise that's you're all right. But I mean, also how, how did Stormfront know where they were? You know what I mean? Like, how, how did Stormfront know exactly where they were? How did she know what was going on? It didn't, th- like, that whole thing didn't add up as well. Yeah. But I also yeah. did, I also was just so stoked to see, like, what was clearly yes. uh, a fucking, oh god, like a, like a Tarantino fucking Kurt Russell beatdown happening, like, live on screen, which is like, like, what the fuck's that movie called? De- death Proof. A Death Proof ass-kicking, right. where they're just yeah. kicking her fuck, like, and every time they hit her, you see blood just flying. There's none on her face. But there's a kick in her fucking it was, teeth. In. It, it was, was so incredible. so satisfying. And because, and go ahead. No, go ahead. I was go gonna sorry. say because you brought it up, that was a point that I was gonna make. So, my wife and I recently rewatched Endgame, and I, Derek, shut up! I know you don't like it. <laughs> uh, 
but so there's there's oh, a man. scene i was i was just like no nah, i'm gonna cut that right off at the start there's a scene <laughs> in that last battle and it's the it's the scene where marvel decides that they want to have their whole superhero female gang pile on top of each other for a shot and look big, big giant proponent of feminism and obviously all the those female superheroes are all badass in their own right but that shot was painful to watch because it's like it's like pandered to the max like they just cranked the fucking dial up it's the worst thing has ever happened so in we're, my life. Well, we're watching it, and my wife was actually like, ugh, that's, that shot is just not... Like, we just got done watching Scarlet Witch be a badass and fuck Thanos up, and you, like, you don't have to do this. Just show them all being competent fighters. Like, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Anyway, this... It seems disingenuous, Exactly. It feels like disingenuous that. because it's forced. This was the opposite of that. This was... These are all badass women, and they are fucking up a piece-of-shit woman, Stormfront, and you're like... I, I was like... Yes, dude. Yeah, I was like, yes. Yeah. This that fight scene was so good. They just, I mean, and it's so satisfying after a, a whole season of hating this bitch, a whole just hating her for everything she stands for, and just watching her get the shit beat out of her it was fucking great. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I, I did, can never like. I, I can never like uh, fully um, comment on what is proper feminism and what isn't proper feminism. Right. But in my opinion, I, I feel like that. I you said it so perfectly. I feel like it was done so wrong in Endgame. That scene is so fucking cringe. It's so like low hanging yeah. fruit. It just doesn't work at all. But this this instance was just incredible. It was the right way to do it. Like you don't have to. Yeah. There doesn't have to be an. It's almost like it was an announcement shot. Like look what we did. And not in yeah. this. Isn't this cool? Right. Well, progressive. What the, bo- the boys actually made fun of that with their whole girls get it right. done thing. They kind of like yeah. poked fun at, at what happened in Endgame. Uh. I, I had it's, I have to admit I cheesily mentioned to I was like Ooh, girls do get it done when they're fucking her up, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where like it's 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 like double speak like you can't say what you, you can't say what the reality <clears throat> is as a straight white dude without getting like backlash or people pretending that you, like you're an incel or something like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the, the reality is like it's just there's the right way to do positive representation and there's a hacky way to do it. And when you're doing it, whether it's representation in video games or movies. And you're doing it just to say you did it. It's so fucking transparent and cringy. Yeah. And I, and even even I, and I loved most of Endgame. Even on that shot, I was like, yeah. There was there was a better way to do this. You guys just didn't bother to think. Yeah, and, and just so I say it, yeah. like on the record, like Derek's right. Like it, my perspective, obviously, for this kind of stuff is very limiting, being that I am not a female and I don't experience that kind of uh, you know gender bias. But uh, yeah, it it just that I don't know, guys. I feel like I know exactly what women go through on a daily basis every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, trust me, guys. I yeah. kind of know. Yeah, you guys, you guys got it pretty good. Episode three, of the Hindenburg. We're, we're, we're going <laughs> down, <kidding>. boys. <laughs> um, so I'm going to start going through my list that I made. So first off, top to bottom, this whole season has had killer fucking openings. Like it opens yes. up with surviving a superhero attack, and the echoing of the political culture of like the surviving a gun attack in schools for kids was so on point without being like cliche or or over the top. And uh, having Homelander be in it and, and try to give people, like, you know, directions on how to survive it, I thought was glorious. It, yeah. It, 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 felt, it felt creepy to watch because it was so good. I, I, don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Like, they were like, if there's a super, you're probably going to have trouble getting away. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've never, had, we've never had PSAs like that in our time. Like, I remember, like, after 9-11, there was, like, a... a school auditorium meeting you know what i mean like we all just sit down in a, in a big room and and be confused together but yeah. uh i mean you're fucking kids man can you imagine being a kid in, the, in this reality like they really did a good a good job of 
capturing how like the kids the the the, the like the extras in that scene were especially awesome like they, they looked mortified and it was so fucking cool um yeah it was just it was really well done. uh follow-up note is uh, there's a scene afterwards and i forget the exact context but stormfront is talking about a train and she says two lines that i she says every especially for his kind referring to a train and then she says she's worked out a solution for everything and i i was just like fucking yuck i literally wrote down fucking yuck like and it, it just because <laughs> yeah. she's such a bad person like i said the the fucking beat up at the end is so satisfying yeah oh yeah uh it just feels exceptional. It felt like you earned it because you put up with her shit all season long. Right, exactly. right, right, right. You know what exactly. I mean? uh, but I, I, I wrote down, oh, A-Train uh, still has that speed, huh? Because he, he pops into the car and says, sup, shit, birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, the thing that broke up that awful fucking scene where they're like <laughs> talking about their feelings. Dude, it's the worst. Oh, my God. When he showed up, I was like, thank God, this asshole, this scumbag is here. Yeah, it's pretty bad when you're excited to see A Train on screen. Yeah, to <laughs> jazz it up. Yeah, one of the most unlikable yeah, characters dude. on the I show. Just, I just, I started laughing like out loud. Is except Shippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he does, like he does to some extent. Though, like even though he is clearly a piece of shit, he's not a piece of shit nearly on the same level as Homelander or Stormfront. Yeah, I feel like he had of all the fallen soups, he has the most redeemable characteristics. He does, and he knows that the fucking collective is. Every time they say something crazy, like rolls his eyes. He's like, oh boy, I don't want to need to fucking be in this room. I love that dynamic between him and the deep, too, where the deep was willing to sell him out for instantly. Dude, Dude, yeah, like, like, I love, I love the way they pulled the bait and switch on the deep and he just got fucked over him. We were talking about like how like Ronnie and I were fucking crying last night. Humiliating him and he and he deserves all of it. Uh, and I hope they, I hope they just keep hammering it home, man. Just make sure he's just a miserable cunt for however long he's alive. Yeah, yeah. MM saying lick my big black balls to Billy Butcher. <laughs> they're they're so arguing with him about all the shit that they've put him through, that they, uh, he's put them through, and uh, like, you're really... Just call me Ronnie. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Ron, Uh-oh. Ron, Ron shit. guys. Ron, In trouble. Ron. You done fucked up, son. <laughs> I like how she got up, she's like, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck <laughs> you today up. That's exactly what happened. Uh, th- there's, so Billy, put, Billy Butcher makes that shitty deal but he ends up actually pitting Homelander against Vault, it looks like, right? So Homelander pops in this house, sees a bunch of Vault guys, doesn't see his son, and thinks that Vault has turned against him. Like, what, is, what do you think that means for, se- for season three? Uh, I mean, he's obviously uh, well, first he's of, still I, at the... I don't think Butcher did that intentionally whatsoever. I think that was just like... Oh, yeah, yeah, one. I agree. But I, I think it's going to yeah. color the way Homelander reacts to them in the next season. Uh, well, I mean... Probably a little bit, but they, they definitely know that they were in cahoots with Butcher. They hear him. They hear one of the guys say right. his name. Over Wait, the walk, say, I'm sorry. Say that again. What what happened? Uh, when when Butcher after he gets back, uh, his yep. Well, uh, something. That, you know that, that little that little fucking that little puss, yeah. little little bitch boy. Uh, after he gets back, bitch boy supreme. Uh, Homelander comes back to the cabin and finds Vought like a Vought tactical yeah. team, and he hears them say Butcher's name, so that he knows that. Butcher probably has the kid, and they probably know where he is. So he literally, like, tortures them, like, lasers them one by oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's definitely going to have some serious repercussions. I think he might go to war with, uh, with yeah, Stan Edgar. Absolutely. Stan Edgar. Um, but also, Maeve has, Maeve has him by the right. ball. I, I don't want to get into that too much yet, because we're going kind of chronologically. Yeah. But I think it's all going to depend on the dynamic between him and Maeve next season, and what she, what she kind of, like, holds over his head, and how she keeps him in line. 
Because I think unhinged, he would completely just. He said it himself. He's like, "I'll burn. I'll burn everything down. I'll kill everybody." Yeah. And that was that was my, probably one of my favorite moments on the show yeah. ever. Because like it's, we get a little taste of it, his power fantasy, murder yeah. fantasy, when the crowd turns on him in like episode five of the season. Yeah. And all I've wanted since then, like I know it's fucked up, but all I've wanted is for everyone to know what a piece of shit he is and to see him be that. Like he's he, when he loses it, and he finally like switches. He's gonna be one of the best. Villains. I can't wait. Like one of the most. One of the most. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be insane, yeah. dude. I think that's basically like every season we're seeing him lose something yeah. else. And I think that's next season. We're going to that. That's what he's going to lose. Like he's going to basically all Maeve has on him now is that he wants to be loved. And I feel like we're going to see halfway through or maybe at the end of next season. Him realize that that's the last thing holding him back, that he needs people to praise him. And once he doesn't need that anymore, he's actually in control of everything because he lost his like his mommy figure in season one. And now he had a girlfriend figure this one. I think that's all that's left is there's a couple shades to yeah. that relationship though. And it's, it's something I'm going to bring up later. Um, I, I don't know that he was so uh, smitten for lack of a better word with Stormfront by the end of this, like before she died that he, yeah. when, when she starts spouting that like white supremacy shit to his white son, genocide. he yeah. gives her a look like, what the fuck did you just say to my son? Like yeah. back up a little bit. That's, that's not cool. Uh, and I, I was like, Oh, okay. And, and, I didn't want to do it now, but I'm going to do it now because it's more relevant. I, Derek's been saying it every time we talk about the boys. Uh, Homelander continues to, especially in this episode, become uh, the, the like the best antagonist I've ever seen. Like I, he he has so many he has so many fucking layers to him at this point. He genuinely wants to be a good dad. Like he makes yeah. such a, an attempt in this episode. He goes in and talks to him when he's scared and upset. Dude. And I was, I was, I felt myself feeling sorry for him, like rooting for him to succeed as a good dad. And then I was like, wait, he's a bag of shit. They did the same. They got me again. When he, when he uh, takes Ryan aside, he's like, oh, I was a kid too once, except I didn't have anyone. You're lucky you have me. And it, it was so real. It was so like, it, again, like they have these scenes where they make you forget that he's a fucking piece of yeah. shit. And that's what makes if you're capable of forgetting that, then they're writing him incredibly yeah, really period. I found um, myself. No, go ahead, Scott. I was done. I, I found myself this episode, especially viewing Stormfront as the manipulative villain and him as like someone who's struck kind of like, struggling. Yeah. Internally. And like, obviously, by the, end, by the end of that episode, it's what the slate is <coughs> clean and he's back on his bullshit. Yeah. But I felt like, like you said, I found myself like really like, holy, I mean, like, like I wanted. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted like. I, as bummed as I would have been to have seen him like make like a, a one eighty, uh, I had like they give you hope for him. They get they 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 get, they humanize him. He's having this real vulnerable moment where he doesn't know how to be a dad. He didn't have right. a dad. Yeah. And as somebody who comes from like uh, a home where you're raised by a single mother, that that grabs you by the fucking yeah heart. yeah. You, when you see a single parent, or like I mean, I, I, but no, again, like he he did kidnap exactly. Her, did kidnap then him. you remember all the he shit he did to him. get there. <laughs> he, he did he did kidnap him from his you mother. Know, he kidnapped He's, her. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's, there's 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 it's basically it's like a superhero Amber Alert yeah. going on here. But you, you <laughs> they, they they find a way to make you forget all that. It's just you're yeah. st- stuck in this moment with them where he is so relatable and and you root yeah. for him and you and you like party party like forgives him for some shitty stuff. You, you don't even think of it's, it. it's it's kind of incredible. It's, it's yeah, crazy. it's really good writing. And and yeah. you, if you think about it. I was actually looking at it as if if they hadn't done the 180 and and with with the kid and killed the mom because I saw Stormfront dying by Ryan's hand I didn't think he was going to kill his mom uh, that part surprised me and when they do the the kind of 180 where the kid's being taken from Homelander I said oh this is what 
keeps him the antagonist because in my mind, if he stays with his son, he's going to turn into a better person because he's never yeah. had that. And the, having the kid is going to show him humility and it, it's already happening. And he's only had the kid for like what seems like a couple days. He's realizing that he has to care about someone other than himself, which is like you said, his yeah. ultimate downfall and problem is that he only gives a shit about himself. Um, taking on away is, is par for the core for the writers to continue to write him as a bad guy, because without his son, he has, there's no hope. I don't think for him, you know, and you see his face when the, when the son steps behind butcher, like when the son willingly, he's, so he's high, crying high him. God, that acting yeah. was so yeah. fucking perfect Dude. on uh Carl Urban's part and on Anthony Starr's yeah. part. Dude, like they both, both brought their fucking a game. Just all in just like their their facial expressions. Were so I never knew perfect. this actor and never knew he was so good. But I, I had two lines further down in my note uh, notepad here about that scene. There's a scene where uh, Billy Butcher says he's going to take the kid and he he starts laughing because he thinks it's so ridiculous that this human tells him what he's going to do. But then he starts crying. He's like a laugh into a cry. And it was yeah. in fucking sane acting. I was like, holy shit, dude, that like that that whole 30 seconds alone was was incredible. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, like, I feel like one thing, as much as I love this show and even the, the things I didn't like about it the past couple episodes, um, it, I, I still feel like it's a fucking nine out of it's ten show. Really good. Um, one thing that I feel like it's missing is um, cinematography. And the reason it's missing it is because it doesn't need it. Like, it's it's OK without it. Like, not everything needs to be like an A24 film. I get that. <laughs> but I'll say this. The, the scene where. um or the shot rather. We can't all where, be sound like uh, the hedgehog. Homelander. Exactly. Right. Can't all be Academy Award winning film Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, the scene where uh shot where uh, you're kind of down here and Homelander is coming down and he slowly comes into focus. He's very yeah. blurry at first. And then he comes into focus and it comes right on his face and he's crying immediately. Like that shot is fucking it is beautiful, really good. dude. It's yeah. art. It's so incredible. Um, and so seeing that, I was like, all right, they got one, they got a good DOP for one shot. So it even hit that mark too. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we were mostly through the episode, but I, I, I had written down in rapid succession, Kamika or Kamiko, because she showed up and I was pumped about her, about the whoops of mass. And then I said, Kamiko, no, cause she got her neck cracked. And I, they, did they got me with that? I forgot that she right, I forgot. Killed. I legit had so forgotten. I have Kamiko, Kamiko no, and then Kamiko's okay. All in rapid fire on my new <laughs> Because yeah, I too, I was like, oh no, and then she was fine. She get to. Yeah. I forgot too, but Ron was next to me. She's like, oh, she's like Deadpool. She's right, gonna yeah. heal, and I was like, oh, thank you, baby. That's <laughs> uh, well, the bait from season one got him because I totally forgot about the May video, even though they showed it to us a couple of video, a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, Homelander crying, of course. Homelander cranking one out on a rooftop. Holy my shit. note, my Dude. note says, "Holy I, shit, was that a Batman '89 moonshot reference?" <laughs> but he's coming. <laughs> it, it was, it was, baby. What, what, what was he saying to himself while he was jerking it? I can do anything. I can do anything I want. Uh, yeah, it was. Now, my that, understanding is that that was actually filmed during season one, but Amazon was like, Amazon, Amazon was like, "Nah, you can't put that in the fucking show." I don't know if that's true. And but season it, two, they I were like, it. "We're yeah." Yeah, season two, they're like, nah, we can put yeah, it dude, in now. That, that's a shining example of cum power, I think. Yeah, oh, ultimate yeah. cum power. 100% It's, it's cum like power. the podcast is foreshadowing the boys. You guys are getting first-tier yeah. content right now. I, th- I, think, I think Derek is the, the Nostradamus of cum shots. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I can see things coming as long as it's dicks. 
That's what she said. Uh, uh, I also think an interesting dynamic is that, uh, I mean, Homelander does seem like he's a sociopath, but clearly, like in the wake of him, like he, he's rash. He like he acts on impulse. You could tell that he he regrets. Uh, I forget her. I'm having a hard time remembering her name. Uh, Rebecca. He, Rebecca. He kills Rebecca at the beginning or at the end of season one, and you can tell that like it's kind of like in his head still. Yeah, he's, he's trying to like, re- like replace her with. Uh, the oh, the, the mom lady, the not Rebecca. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Madeline, yeah, yeah. Madeline. Ma- yeah, Madeline, sorry. yeah, Madeline, sorry. Uh, and you, you can see, like, like you gotta wonder, like, is there something you're gonna play with or gonna, like, deal with him, like, his guilt? His survivor, like, is he capable of survivor's guilt? We saw him show a range of emotion with this kid after only, a, like, you know, like a, knowing the kid existed for, like, what? The series takes place over, like, maybe Probably, a month yeah. this season? Max? Um, so, I mean, like, who's to say? Like, he may, he may blame himself for Storm- Stormfront. Yeah. I mean, like, it's his, it's his child. Uh, that's why I love this show so much. Um, it has actual consequences for things that happen. So you have, uh, on one side, you have Billy, who never wanted to have kids. He definitely never wanted to have a fucking soup kid um, who wanted to betray even the woman he loved. Uh, and, and in the moment, decided to do the right, right thing. Didn't know that the right thing meant that now he has to take care of uh, someone who's also a kid. And a soup. The thing so, he hates. Yeah. The thing he hates the most. Do you think he's um, actually going to be playing? Father no, he handed that kid were, right off. Were, the they, they were like, re- he, he handed him off. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, conversely, it's the same thing with um, uh, uh, Homelander. He, he's dealing with these repercussions, real repercussions where like he was ready to be a dad. Right. And now he can't. Um, I, I just love. Narratives that have characters that can actually win and lose in that capacity. Yeah. It's just, I, I'm super excited to see where it goes. <laughs> Bill, what does Billy butcher tell a kid not to be? A, he says, don't be a cunt towards the end. <laughs> and I was like, cunt. Oh yeah. my God. Perfect. Remember what I told you. Don't be a cunt. Yeah. My, my last note, and we already touched on it was just, Oh my God, the Congresswoman in all caps, because really did not see yeah, that coming. Dude. And, uh, so stoked for the implications. Uh, it, it's classic Huey to like, try to, do the right, like, try to go out on his own and stumble into, like, the fucking monster's lair, and he's now working for her, and they close the door at the end. I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited to yeah. see. I don't even know what her motives are. I don't know what she wants, you know? Like, publicly fighting against Vaught, but then she's popping heads in a hearing that would have helped take him down. I- I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of a mess, to be honest. Like, that's, that's the one thread that doesn't seem like it has any linear narrative to it. Not um, yet. Not that's been made apparent to us, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at first, plus I thought, she killed the the collective dude, which yeah, he yeah. was kind of coming for Vaught. Yeah, so. I don't know yeah. what's is she pro Vaught or against? Maybe Vaught? she's like, trying to seem like she's against it, but really she is for them. Well, I mean, the question is, is she on uh, Edgar's yeah, payroll? Likely, is she like one of is she like a, is she like a right. mole in Congress Probably. for him? Uh, are they gonna are they gonna like kind of touch on on that whole facet of American yeah. politics as well, where you have like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Manchurian uh, candidate. Pee pee poo poo. Uh yes, the pee pee poo poo man. <laughs> coming uh, this, for, this summer. The I thought that's who coming this summer. <laughs> yeah. But you have, you have like lobbyists. Like you have yeah. like, you, you wanna how are they gonna are they gonna are they gonna that's dive cool. in are they gonna like really dive into and, and like kinda like take take a hard look at American politics through this character who's like clearly on the side of evil, like like but but kinda like a double agent. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think it's really interesting. I- I'm, uh, you know, if nothing else, I thought they did a really good job tying up a lot of these plot threads that were dangling throughout the season. Um, almost all of them 
tied up loosely except for the ones they want to use to tease you into season three. So I, I mean, I again, I I can't speak highly enough of this. Show. I think it's my favorite show I'm I'm watching on the air currently. I, I mean, same. I, I I was losing interest. Uh, not uh, you know a little bit the past couple episodes. This one really fucking brought me, me back. back to life. So uh, season three coming twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't. Fu- I'm not even want to think yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to talk about it, Scott. Um, that's gonna <laughs> wrap us up. We're we're at the fucking two hour mark, boys. Mm, we well, hit. We got five minutes to get to, get to that. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll get there with one of Derek's fucking saved up rants about cum power. Uh, do we do we get an episode title where we're going to do fuck Clint Eastwood? <laughs> I mean, no, no, I say I say we find an acronym for okay. MODOK and, and we'll think of it. We'll think of a, yeah. an acronym for MODOK and, and uh, we'll, you know, I mean, it could be it could be Mel Gibson only <laughs> does. No, that's organic kale. Orthopedic orthopedic kale. <laughs> Money Wait, Mel Gibson only does dicks. Uh, only does old Mother. clan members. Organic or like, oh no, it's 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 right it's right there. It's on the tip of the tongue, right there. We can think of monogamists. <laughs> oh, only is this like watching Wheel of Fortune die? Oh, oh, on it's like watching Wheel of Fortune when the old person is clearly not guessing the right thing and you're screaming no. at the screen. You're like, shut up! Yeah. I mean, what what of those O's could be orthodox? Because like Mel Gibson, oh, and orthodox no. people have, have a tin. <laughs> we'll just figure it out offline and upload it. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the safest yeah, move. I'm the, <laughs> nobody gets in any kind of trouble yeah, that way. I'm not trying to spitball here. Derek's gonna end up uh, making more examples of uh, bad lists. What the fuck? Well, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Don't you Burt Kreischer him? Don't, don't you make this man a fake racist online? Uh, Burt Kreischer. <laughs> That's that, that's that's a da- Ooh, that's yeah, dangerous. It's a dangerous path to travel. You're right. Unless you want to podcast with your shirt off, we can't do it. We just, you know, I mean, I mean, you could just podcast with your I'll shirt off. <laughs> By the way, you're wearing you're not wearing a shitty that's shirt. That's true. I, I got a yeah, compliment. The MTV floor yeah. pattern. We're an MTV nice. baby. Yeah, nice. You also, it. I mean, I, I don't know if you fixed it, but your mic stand hasn't squealed at us all the entire time. So yeah, and your yours hasn't cut out. At yeah, all. yeah. It was. I figured out what my problem. I've was. been. Uh, I've been I've been coming on my mic stand this whole it's time. It's like it's All like super glue, but you need way more applications on top of each other <laughs> to really yeah, make the yeah. bond. It's like four times a day. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's all four. Just four. That's all I can do. <laughs> well, it's- I'm thirty. I'm thirty two years old, man. That's, yeah, that's dude, all. Four's a fucking out. marathon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like you're probably chugging Gatorade Zero over there just to get four oh, out. Oh exactly. boy. All right, I think it's gonna wrap it for this week's episode. My name is monetize only. What was that? Sorry, what? Oh, you still oh, you I, still doing acronyms for yeah. Murdoch? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, Mel Gibson's OnlyFans doesn't. Oh, we're on the right track. <laughs> doesn't doesn't something kosher? <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's got to be kosher in there. Uh, <laughs> something that calls the Jews. All, all I know is the title's gonna be long as fuck. <laughs> Mel Gibson's only, oh, fuck OnlyFans does uh, something kosher. Doesn't operate. Yeah, doesn't doesn't operate. Oh no no doesn't. Mm. I I don't know. I don't want the podcast to be silence at the end. So we'll figure yeah, it out. It's, it's not it's not going to be it's not going to be on no, on a dial. It's, yeah, it's not going to be like that's okay. It'll be. I'm sure it'll be as ridiculous as the rest of this podcast has been. I actually cried to the point where I needed to blot my eyes with tissues earlier. So. Uh, I I really want to. Which part was when part uh, was we were doing the, the movie idea? Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Already thinking mean, about. Yeah, that was mean, so good. Yeah, we mean, gotta make you, that movie. You mean 
the stinky butt butt bath. <laughs> Claim it! <laughs> Claim it! Like, so some guy, like, just, just so red. Now, now, face, that, so now that Scott has peaked all of your speakers, uh, we're going to wrap it up. My name is Chris. You can find me on Twitter at TCN, please. You can find me on Twitch. Also, most fuckable. Thank dad. you. I, really, I appreciate that moniker. Yeah, look at that quaff. Jesus Christ. He's a silver fox, man. Who would Clooney, bend him over? Clooney thinks God. about or you when he bent comes. over by him. <laughs> too many compliments know. flying towards the side of the screen. Uh, or at, at Twitch. Better compliments than ropes, <laughs> sir. I'll take both. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch.tv slash TCN, please. Uh, we're live right now. I don't know if that's true. Fuck it. If you listen to it, I might be. Go check. Well, how about you, Scott? Uh, I am uh, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitch uh, at Swearwolf. That is twitch.tv backslash S-W-E-A-R-W-O-L-F-E. That is Swearwolf with an E. <laughs> how about you, Derek? That's my, that's my, Derek, that's my Derek sexy voice impression. It was, it was like you started, and because you knew he was after you, you were morphing into his voice. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had to. It's like the end. It's like the end of Endgame when like Thor and fucking Chris Pratt yeah, are going back I and like forth. That. You've copied my beard, yeah. Derek. Where can everybody find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter and uh, Twitch. That's twitch.tv slash Doctor Gloom MD, D R G L O O M M D, and Twitter at the same handle. Awesome. Uh, if you guys have any questions comments you want to talk shit to us you can email us at questions at the cynical nerd.com you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash the cynical nerd we will decide on a twitter handle soon i forgot that was the thing that we were failing and having up so we'll do that and then of course just the cynical nerd.com if you want to grab the rss feed look at the pretty website that we built uh that's gonna wrap it for episode three of the cynical nerd guys thanks for being here mel gibson's only fans doesn't order kosher <laughs> all right i mean fuck it not great, but it's good. Uh, we'll <laughs> workshop it a little bit. <laughs> Obviously, we've said it on Mel Gibson and Kosher has to be in there. I'm also thinking. Yeah, I'm also, yeah, definitely I'm Mel also thinking. I'm also thinking that OnlyFans is a requirement, but I don't know how all these. Yeah, it feels pretty. I don't essential. know how all these pieces of the puzzle are going to come together. So stay tuned to find out more. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for being around. See you guys. Yeah, we'll get that, guys.